Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the Nerd of God cast, Nerd of God squad. Uh, it's me, Tony T, and we're going to be having a great time tonight talking about video games and having an awesome time. But I'm not going to be doing it by myself. I have some very special guests that are going to be joining the conversation with us. If you want to be a part of what we're talking about, you can follow us across all the social medias at Nerd of God cast, or you can jump on our Facebook small group. That's the Nerd of God squad. Send us a request and we're going to let you in the party we're a pretty indiscriminate group nerd of god squad on facebook share some memes and live your dreams so let's uh without further ado invite our guests this evening into the conversation join us won't you Hello, 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 and welcome. We're going to be having a conversation tonight with two of my very favorite people, uh, parts of our Nerd of God Squad family. In fact, deeper than that, they're, they're who I consider to be part of my family. Uh, this is the lovely Tory Line Jones and the guy who puts the Jones in Tory Line Jones, Benjamin Jones. What's up, friends? Hello. hello. All the way from the beautiful garden state of New Jersey. Mm. How's things going up there? It's fall right now for you, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it was yesterday, and then we got some, I guess, two days ago, and then yeah. some of the haze from the West Coast came over here. Ah, uh, all you left coast people. How, how dare. <laughs> I had a guy. I had a guy I work with, um, and he was some smart guy. I'm also a smart guy at work. I handle analytics stuff, but this guy was even smarter than I was, and he was from California, and he constantly would wear a shirt that said left coast. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was the first time I heard that term, and this is now the second unique time so, I've heard that said. So can we wear shirts that say right coast, and then in small text says also the correct coast, or is that like is that mm -hmm. going too far? I think you can. You're okay. you're not close <laughs> enough to the coast to get away with it, though. You're definitely in farm country over there. So true. true. Fair. Fair. I mean, but you're an hour away from Atlantic City. Yeah. No, that's yeah. not too bad. You're just Welcome. as coastal as I am here in Central Florida. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, now that we have gotten geography and the weather out of the way, <laughs> uh, tell us, for, for those of you guys that are, that are listening that are just meeting you guys for the first time or watching at home, uh, give us a little bit of your, your nerd cred. Uh, Tori, you are an artist and uh, with, a, with a lean towards video games, right? Yeah, for sure. It definitely, video games is what made me want to draw and then drawing makes me want to play more video games so it's an ouroboros of visual <laughs> stuff it's a vicious cycle yeah it is <laughs> so i like to i try to uh like my art leans towards places i would like to play in or okay. like like escape to um uh, so yeah, generally on the fantasy side of things for sure. And you went to school to be actually properly trained for what? Video game design? Video game art? Uh, I wish. No, I went to school for graphic design. Oh, okay. Terrible. I wish I had gone for the other one, but that's okay. He went to school for video game design. I did. Well, we haven't gotten to him yet, but I oh, guess okay, that's, my a, that's as good of a pass off as there could possibly be. Benjamin, you went to school <laughs> for video game design, if I'm not mistaken, if my research. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, speaking of segues, um, <laughs> uh, I do, I have a bachelor's in game design. Um, and it was actually, I, I grew up playing, I had a Super Nintendo controller in my hands from when I was born. Wow. Um, and I have been playing Nintendo games and a bunch of other games as well ever since. 
Um, I have a special fondness for RPGs. I'm a storyteller at heart. Uh, I went to college to get a, de a degree in game design, uh, not because of any one game. It was actually because of an episode of Community. Um, it was the one where uh, Pierce had to play uh, a video game for his inheritance. It was yeah. that. Is it really? I'm not kidding. That's why. <laughs> wow. And it was. That's pretty incredible. I was, I was watching it with my dad, and uh, I had always loved like the idea of making my own indie game, making make my own video games, which for the record, uh, I'm gonna disappoint any listener. I don't actually have any games made, so uh, don't look for them. <laughs> yet? Uh, yet, yeah. yet, hopefully. But, but when you do in the credits, it's not gonna, it's it, where, where it thanks all the people and then says, and you, you have to say, and Pierce Hawthorne of Hawthorne Wipes. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but I was, I was watching this episode with my dad. Streets Ahead I, Video Gaming. That's what you're, that's, that's the name of your company. <laughs> I'm sorry. So you were watching. Excuse yeah, so me as I like, hostage yeah. take your conversation. No, it's fine. We're just having, we're shooting the breeze here. So. Shooting the breeze. Uh, so I was watching the show and uh, I, I had always liked the idea of being a game designer, but I never thought that surely I would be able to do anything like that. Um, I thought, well, I have to go get a job as like, I don't know, a doctor or a lawyer, or I'm pretty sure those are the- <laughs> Those are the only Hold jobs. On. Those, were the, that, those were the options. Or lawyer either. Okay. For, for the record, I, didn't, I don't think I could be those things either. But like, you know, those normal jobs. Right, you know? right, right. I didn't even let job. my family get to the point to say, no, you have to have a real job. Oh, okay. I did that for them. So I'm like, oh. no, I have to go get a real job. Uh, and so I mused to my dad, I think it'd be cool to make video games like that. My dad said, yeah, why not? Go for it. I'm like, are you serious? He goes, yeah, why not? Go for it. <laughs> so now I have a degree in game design. And awesome. that means I'm uniquely qualified to be really pretentious about lots of video games. <laughs> yes, you are You are more than just the casual armchair quarterback. <laughs> Any opportunity he that comes his way to exercise his knowledge None of them are missed. He he misses zero percent of those opportunities to flex those uh, muscles. So that's I mean, that's why I don't go to restaurants with people who went to culinary school. It's right, a, exactly. just a daunting experience. <laughs> but here we are tonight. We're going to talk about video games. So get ready to flex, Ben. <laughs> this is your time to shine, my friend. No, we're uh, we're, we're so let's let's just kind of set the stage a little bit. Um, what is the first video game born with a Super Nintendo controller in your hand? What is the first video game you remember playing and being captivated by? Oh, easy! It's between Super Mario World and Link to the Past. Um, the one hundred percent, without a doubt, those are. I was born playing those games. That was right. the controller that was connected to it. <laughs> uh, it was Mario World and Link to the Past in equal parts. Okay. Um, Mario World had captivated me with its colors and its and its fast pace, and it it really meant what fun was to me. Um, whereas Link to the Past was uh, imagination and storytelling. Even though there wasn't a lot of story in Link to the Past, um, it was you know a little mind could explore and wonder and wander. Uh, and so it was those two games. Those were the first ones. Very nice. What about you, Tori? First um, video was... game you remember playing and being captivated by? Probably where in the USA is Carmen Sandiego. <laughs> I'm not even that's a, kidding. That's a valid answer. Don't 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 be shamed right now. I think because my dad, he grew up playing like he was a PC gamer back when I guess that was all there was. So when he was, you know, when we were kids, that's what we had. Yeah. And then he discovered the N64 sometime in the mid to late 90s, and he brought home Mario Kart. And I guess Mario 64. So I played a lot of that. And nice. was, like the first one though that like captivated me. Hmm, probably the Pokemon. Yeah. The Game Boy. Nice. Whichever one was that one, red and blue. 
I don't know. I was barely cognizant of what I was playing. I just knew it had Pikachu in it, which is all I cared about. They just so. put this in put this in the child's hand and, exactly. and just entertain her. Exactly. I didn't know what it was, but I knew I liked it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> and then um, yeah. kids at, at my dad's youth group, they had an N64 and they let him borrow it. Because he borrowed it for wrestling. That uh, I bought a Nintendo 64 for wrestling. That was the game to have. Youth pa- all youth pastors everywhere. It's a universal constant. Y'all like wrestling a whole lot. There's a so weird, like- <laughs> I gotta be honest. There's there's a huge Venn diagram a- <laughs> with, with wrestling Nintendo fans. I don't and know what it is about. And also youth pastors. Yeah, yeah, of course. But like, I anyway. So I'll tell wrestling. you why. Youth pastors uh, they they have a, a bent towards t- uh, theatricality. Sure. They they enjoy sort of conflict and challenge. Okay. Uh, okay. And, and with the, there's there's a lot of pent up aggression in a youth pastor, <laughs> and also they don't believe in games that don't have predetermined endings. Uh, <laughs> that's that's sort of the the cross section of why youth pastors really right. feel akin to pro wrestlers. <laughs> that's delightful. Um, but in this this weird wait, weather- I just noticed something. Are you wearing half a pair of glasses? No. Yes. <laughs> It's, it's like a, a monocle that was afraid to commit. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a quirk. It's um, a fashion statement. It's my quirky anime girl outfit piece. So gotcha, I gotcha. When you cosplay Tori, you can wear right just glasses with with you one. What do you call glasses. that? Uh, what do you call it? An arm? What is the what is the I name? Think it's an arm. arm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's well, it's uh, very very kawaii. Uh, thank you. <laughs> That's what I was going for when I snapped it off accidentally. <laughs> You know, I accidentally sat on my glasses. <laughs> no, they were, it was coming out again. Put it back on and it just fell off. I was like, oh, uh, okay, fine. Is, it's going to be the big trend for next year. Once this video hits, all the cool kids <laughs> will be doing it. Why'd you break your glasses? Well, Tori. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so the wrestling game came into your home and. And so did uh, Ocarina of Time mm-hmm. and. Uh, Mario 64 and I was fascinated by a game that had like some kind of story to it that wasn't find Carmen San Diego or solve right. solve the riddle of the right. Titanic which was a PC like click and go I know what the answer to that riddle is uh, it sank Titanic no exactly no um so it was cool to play to play a game that that Spelled out like all the books I like to read as a kid, like Narnia right. and Lord of the Rings and stuff. So. Yeah, that's cool. And and I and I'm with both of you guys. I think we share a, a common appreciation of story in games. And we'll talk a little bit about what makes a great game later on. I, I'm a little older than you guys, and by a little, I mean I'm significantly older than you guys. So I remember my first games that I remember were on the uh, the there was pre Nintendo. It was Atari Twenty Six Hundred. It was ColecoVision. Wait, there was a time before Nintendo. There was. It was a dark age, sir. Oh no! <laughs> it was a dark time. Video game controllers with a stick and one button. What in the world? Was it the a, pause button? What did the button do? <laughs> it didn't, there was no pause. Uh, we, we, the, the Atari, uh, Intellivision, ColecoVision, and uh, I, we didn't have PC gaming. I had gaming on my Apple IIe, which, oh yeah. So you put that disc in there, and I could play um, text-based games like Zork or Quest Probe featuring Spider-Man. Uh, nice. Yeah, so I'm old, uh, <laughs> but video games have always been great, and 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 uh, arcade games. I grew up in the golden age of arcades, so 
uh, now arcade games are gimmicky. I mean, you got to have an arcade system that's like a Dave and Buster's, but at that time, the birth of the legendary games that we play now, the Super Mario's and Donkey Kong's and whatnot, that was all quarter-based in arcade days. So uh, that's that's sort of my, my pedigree. I love it. I think that what a time to be alive, to grow up and be there when Nintendo came out, you know, to I've grown up with these consoles and I love it. In fact, while we're talking about this kind of thing, I want to show a video real quick and, and hopefully you guys can kind of track with this. Um, see if I if I know how to screen share on this thing properly. This <laughs> is a um, this is a video that I found. It's called Nuts for Nintendo. It was a special on TV news from the late 80s. If I'm guessing by the games they're referencing, it's probably 1988, 89. Uh, but, but check this out and see if uh, you, you may have seen this before. But it's just hilarious to look at the way that things have changed a little bit. See if you guys can enjoy this with me. So to please the kids, they line up at the few stores that have been able to get copies of the hottest Nintendo games. Mario 2 and the Adventure of Link. Now what's Nintendo, you ask, and why should you care? What's well, Nintendo, you ask, and why should you care? It's captured America's children. <laughs> School bus drivers report the kids are talking less about clothes and sports and what Joe did to Jane I know, I know and more about... When you get to those things that go up and down, you just jump on them. It's after school, even on the day that brings that's the fake because girls didn't play Nintendo. <laughs> Everyone's eager to get in. There are also the no girls on the internet. So yeah. they can rush no, not now. To the television set depends well, on what chat room you're in. But you're true, you're right. Devin. We invited them to a Nintendo party. I don't they believe any the of those cartridge kids into this friends. deck, which attaches to any television. No, they sugared them all up before they put them in this room to make it. This is like the video game version of Reefer Madness. Never has there been a toy that's been this It's all propaganda. Look how captivated they are. They played Super Mario Brothers for the first 15 seconds of level one. So then they start talking to child psychologists and asking questions about like, is this dangerous for children? Oh, yeah. It's starting to warp their brains. It's affecting their behavior. It's funny how just, I mean, that's not that long ago. A generation ago, video games, it was like cavemen looking at fire. What is... Why warm? Ah, hot, don't touch. <laughs> it's crazy to think about how now it's so commonplace, mm-hmm. where not that long ago it was mysterious and is this bad for children? Mm-hmm. I, I read another article shortly after watching this video. It was from 2007. So again, this is well within the frame of, of your lifetime and modern mm-hmm. culture. And it was the, the article had questions like, will video games replace movies? <laughs> Is, is it heading that way? You know, games are so realistic right now. This is no joke from the article on mo- on, on today's newest systems like the Xbox 360. Wow. That movies could be phased out. Uh, will uh, By playing video games, this is a direct quote. I copied and pasted from this article. <laughs> by playing video games, you're being lazy and not exercising. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I feel personally oh, yeah. attacked. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I feel pretty bad now that you've made me feel pretty bad about it. <laughs> well, I wasn't thinking about it before. Well, I wasn't thinking about it. Now I am. Just sitting here with my Mountain Dew. Which games came out in 20, 27? What? Yeah, 2007. <laughs> in 2007. Listen, in, in, in tw- let me see. I have the list of game released for 2027 right here. The Elder <laughs> Scrolls V Skyrim. Uh, <laughs> Oh, look, it says Doom 2 can now run on your... (laughs) Still no Portal 3, still no Half-Life 3. I'm trying to see, like, what 
such realistic games they were referring to at the time. Maybe when was Bioshock released? I think it was Mass one Effect, of them. maybe. Definitely. Halo Three, probably. We have the entire yeah, Bioshock came out. Portal came out. Call of Duty Four. Halo Mario Three, Galaxy. Super Mario Galaxy. That's one of the ones that. Uh, we don't have the nose physics that Mario had in Mario Galaxy yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, so there are a lot of like white dudes with guns. <laughs> as, oh no! As games that came out. So 2007 was the year everything went off the rails in our country. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. It was That's the problem. It was Nathan Drake and Guitar Hero. That's what. That's what. <laughs> right and Dance Dance Revolution. Dance Dance sure. Revolution. DDR uh, Mario Mix, particularly. Yes. That's that's what I'm thinking. And uh, Altair for sure. So. Yeah, Assassin's Creed really. Really set the, the tone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how? Do, so what do you think they're going to say about video games a generation from now about this generation of games? What do you think they're going to look back and go, oh well, the the kids were all in their virtual realities. I mean, you look at it kind of from the point of view of like a Ready Player One. Right. Like, is that the way it's going where we just unplug from reality? Uh, not, I, I don't think that that will happen. Well, it depends. On the one hand, I want to say not in my lifetime because, but I, having seen the other side of game development with all the bugs that prop up, like you're never going to have A, a game that's stable enough to be able to unplug or B, a fan base that is willing to put their differences aside long enough to enjoy it. Uh, so what I think minute, will This is, is why I can't play online games. The minute oh, I yeah. log into online games, like, you're dead. Oh, <laughs> well, that was, that sucked. I didn't even get through the HUD tutorial. Where am I? It's like I paid for a whole year of Xbox Live. And I'm never playing Halo online again. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, not if that 12-year-old girl keeps killing me. Uh-uh. <laughs> doing damage to my fragile ego. <laughs> have you had the opportunity to play any Fall Guys yet? I have, uh, I, I have played it. So uh, I have much like, you know, being getting on a game and being shot by an 11 year old girl in Call <laughs> yeah. of Duty. Uh, the first time you get pushed off the edge by another bean in Fall Guys is mm -hmm. the last time I'm playing that game, so. Yeah, so Fall Guys is uh, what I consider, it should be for believers, a sanctification test. <laughs> Because if you could play Fall Guys for any amount of time and not cuss someone or make like a, a comment about somebody's mom or throw <laughs> your controller, because that's a game that's it's fun, it's delightful, mm -hmm. it's clever, and it's so frustrating. Because you will get knocked out of that game for no no fault of your own. <laughs> True. It has very little to do with skill. Straight facts. <laughs> I'm trying so hard Damn. to climb the stupid level where the, the goo rises and I get on those big round boy, the the long, the Chuck E. Cheese looking guys, uh, and I'm trying to cross this stupid bridge, and I finally get over the edge, and there's a bean waiting there with his arms out, yep. ready to push me down. <laughs> I love how they stand, they're like, I yep. love it, it's my Did, Like not even trying to do anything, but just ruin your day. Right. Like that's, that's, this is why I woke up and brushed my teeth today. Right. <laughs> this, this piss right you here. off. Listen, buddy, I put in PTO all day. I can hear eight <laughs> hours right here. Right I'm ready. Here. Ready. Yeah. And it's just, you, you get to a certain point. It's like, you know what? I think the, the whole thing is the level hates me and the programmers probably hate me. Like <laughs> with everyone who wants to see me ashamed about my life. It is a very fun game. It's easy to get into, but uh, oh yeah, boy, it's a test. No, you I know, agree. Do you, do you play online games a lot? Like competitive with strangers no, i don't i, I 
my my wife will disagree with me. I like to say I don't have a competitive bone in me. The problem is I do. All of my bones are competitive. <laughs> I don't have. That's uh, why I don't play competitive games. Right. Because I don't lose he, very well. He loses. Yeah, it's true. Uh, but he, you also like. I can't lose if I don't play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You you miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Exactly. Wayne, Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky, Michael, Michael Scott. Scott. <laughs> it's both. It's both. But it's it's like. It, there's also a, a, a learning curve to online, some online games that like, you just get really frustrated very easily. Oh, me particularly. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah, you not, personally. Not the proverbial. <laughs> so you don't, you don't play them very often because of that. So. I think that there's, now the trend that I've seen is with, with games that have a strong online component. If you pre-order the games, they're giving out like, you get it three days early. Uh, and you get to practice. And that's the thing. So for online games, that really is a serious edge yeah. for people that want to play competitively. And that's why I'll get on games like Overwatch and I'll enjoy it if I'm playing with my friends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't particularly mind losing to because we're having mm -hmm. fun. But strangers who that's all they do. Get like it's their nice. job, yeah. Yeah. If I, wanna... one time I got up early in the morning and I, I played Overwatch, it was like seven o'clock in the morning, nice. and I realized the only people that are up at seven o'clock in the morning playing Overwatch are there because they have not gone to sleep. Yeah. Right. Right. They are there to wreck you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and there's no fun to be had in that for me. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I, yeah, I'm also not that way. Also, there's I feel like games like that. Personally, for me, I don't get into them because. There's nothing else but the competitive part. Yeah. Right. So there's no there's no tertiary like story or or there's no context for it except for what I can watch on YouTube and and then I don't have to play the game. <laughs> like <laughs> all the stuff I like about Overwatch I've seen on YouTube. Sure. Or, like on there. And they did a remarkable player. job developing those characters. I would watch any oh, yeah. or all of them in a Pixar style movie. Oh, oh sure. Yeah. But if but if the only context in which I, I enjoy them as a player is screaming at other people or getting screamed at <laughs> by twelve year olds, then like right. I don't know, that doesn't really do it for me. So right. I don't And there are people that and we're not taking anything away from gamers that enjoy online community nah. and fighting. Oh no, that's just not for me. It's yeah. not my bag either. So and that's why we're talking to each other. They can get their own show to talk on. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, some sometime between the ages of 25 and 45, you have plenty of time to start your own podcast. Right, that's exactly. Right. That's prime podcasting right. time. True. So that's right. True. They've got plenty of time. Yeah. Plenty of time. So you, uh, you, you guys are Final Fantasy fans. I am, yes. It didn't take long for me. <laughs> it didn't take long for me to turn this corner. There's a, so, okay. I have, did you ever play the online Final Fantasy games? That's a loaded question, and you know it. <laughs> Wait, I, I'm just curious. I'm asking for the people. Um, I've, yes, but only 14. Like, we didn't play 11. Nobody played 11. Everybody knows 11 is just proto-14 anyway. Fair. Was was there another one? No, just those no. two. Just those just two? Just those two. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, there was. It was ten, which was beautiful. Eleven, which was awful. Twelve, which was beautiful, but nobody played it. Thirteen, no. and then ninety-seven cl copy clones of thirteen. Yes, true. true. Fourteen, There's which which I'm asking about specifically now, and then fifteen, where the game gets back on the tracks. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So, so tell me about fourteen. I've never played it. So, fourteen is the Final Fantasy game for people who don't like Final Fantasy. Okay. I will be, uh, <laughs> the, the gameplay specifically. Okay. I will talk about that. The The context of Final Fantasy, it's all fan service. But as far as That's like- why I'm there. The gameplay, like I, 
confession time. Uh-oh. I hate playing Final Fantasy games. Like physically playing them is exceptionally boring and frustrating for me. Tell I very me how you much really feel. I very much enjoy watching other people play them and um watching like I like watching him strategize and like playing his parties and stuff, but personally I it is a slog for me and I find it very boring because I grew up playing Mario and Link and they run in and they cut and then they leave and there's very much a, a um an attitude of control when it comes to uh You never played battling. Zelda 2 The Adventure of Link, did you? No, I didn't, and that's why it's why I don't play that one either. Because because <laughs> I think no... slog is a beautiful way to describe that game. Right. <laughs> there's no. I don't have any agency over when I fight, or or when I choose to fight. Of course, you can run away. But for the record, you're talking specifically about turn-based combat. Yeah, I just don't like turn-based combat and and not being able to choose. So 14 is not that, and that's why I. That was my way of getting into the rest of Final Fantasy, which I enjoy very much. Uh, yeah. The stories and the characters and the themes and obviously the music and the art direction and all of that. Um, 14 and 15 too, because 15 was more action RPG than sure. turn-based. turn-based. Um, they I started getting it. away from the turn-based in 12, and but but it really yeah. kind of fully realized, I think probably by 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Seven is definitely action-based, the remake. Yes, seven, the I remake. love Seven. Seven the remake is basically like 15, but with the, the, with the story of Seven. Yes, for sure, yeah. for sure, and, and an insane amount of facial expression animation that tops There's, most so, things I've seen ever. So like, I can't if even. We can go back and touch on your comment earlier about. Okay. Uh, in fact, I realized we never ended that conversation about what people are going to say. <laughs> we're just flowing, uh, man. We're just, yeah, we're we just going with the flow. Uh, about like what what games are going to be like in the future. Um, oh yeah. In 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 not so many words, I wanted to say that. I think games are going to be such a mainstay in the future that games now will be looked at the same way classic Hollywood films are today. Okay. Um, in that they were precursors to uh, a booming industry that's going to happen. Like they set the stage. Yeah, for... definitely. In fact, I think that era is already passed. I think oh, that okay. the golden era of Hollywood, or like back in the 30s and 40s, I think uh, we already had that in like, I would say the 80s through the 2000s. And then I think, okay. I personally, I believe the, the PlayStation 4 era, the Xbox One, the the... I won't bring Nintendo into this right now. Um, <laughs> definitely the Xbox and the PlayStation. I think those, this this current gen that is now finishing um, really like is the first uh, new era of um, games as art. Um, okay. Whereas video games before were very video gamey. Um, and if you're okay. a fan of games, you already know what that means. And if you're not, it basically means it's a toy with rules and buttons. Um, I see what you're saying. Whereas now games are finally like nuanced enough and uh, they can kind of be metatextual enough to like reference themselves. Okay. They can they can talk about the human condition while still being a video right, game. Right, right, right. Uh, Final Fantasy VII remake achieves this with mocap the entire time, even and not just like pre-rendered CGI cutscenes that only happen you know at certain very special events in the game, but like even the the mid or the the, the between combat um, character building scenes between like Cloud and Barrett. Their faces move in such a realistic way. Yeah, they're having essentially party chat. Yeah, there's little things that I and, I and I'm still very early in Final Fantasy VII Remake, but there's little things that I've noticed that are just interesting dynamic touches that across. I think the PlayStation Three. I'm a PlayStation gamer primarily, but across PlayStation Three and PlayStation Four, there are things that I always kind of had to imagine characters doing mm-hmm. in games when I was a kid, and now mm-hmm. you're starting to see it. It really caught my attention in Seven, when after the initial mission, they just bombed the the, the station, the, the uh, 
Mako Station, which, by the way, I've been pronouncing Mako wrong since 1997. We all have. Might be. Me too. It's okay. But so Cloud is kind of walking through the back streets trying to stay away from the guards uh, until he's not, and then he decides to kill all of them. Right, of course. And I just kind of walked casually by some cars that were on fire, and yes. he lifts his arm to kind of shield himself mm-hmm. from the, the embers and the heat. And I, he walked away, and I thought I imagined it. I'm like, think let me walk back. And I walk back, and his arm goes back up. And I'm like, that's a, that's a great touch. The, the environmental awareness that you're playing a character who do, you're not just controlling with buttons, but who actually exists in that environment is so, uh, it's so immersive. It is. It, and it's it's amazing. I, I there were little things like that that happened in the Uncharted games too, where you'll walk and your character will just kind of reach their arm out and touch the wall as if they're just kind of walking and feeling the texture. There's no device, no gameplay mechanic. They're just reacting to the environment around them. I remember days when you would play video games and they wouldn't even change their walking animation when you took them upstairs. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they would just kind of like just... hover up the yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's a that's a good Walk point. I was going to say next time oh. you play the Seven Remake. Yes. Um, Watch Cloud walk upstairs. Cloud. Watch, watch him walk every step. He, yeah. He goes. He looks down. He goes, he goes up the stairs. And he walks like, down the <laughs> stairs. I saw that in the demo. And I was like, stop. Go back up the steps. Tori made him walk up and down the steps. He got a workout that day. He did. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like he needed one. I was just so impressed that like, because even in like Final Fantasy XIV, you don't walk upstairs. You no, just sort yeah. of ascend or descend at an angle. I mean, like, Final Fantasy XIV is also a game where a T Rex can fly. So fair enough. But, um, I'm sorry, if that's not what reality is about in video games, why are we even playing them? <laughs> I mean, I fought, I fought Mother Brain. I mean, I'm, I'm ready to suspend disbelief. <laughs> right, 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 right. But um, so we were playing the demo of all things for 7 Remake, and he went up, I had to stop. Like, that was much like him, like, you know, shielding himself from yeah. the, the heat. It was such a, it's those little mm-hmm. uh, realistic touches that really set Final Fantasy 7 apart. And we... Went back and played some other game afterwards. It was. Was it 15? No. No. I don't. It doesn't matter. I was just looking at it. I'm like, this is not. I'm ruined forever because of the lack of facial expressions that they don't have. Isn't it really, really how we can? Uh, you're, you're comparing the the Hollywood movies versus the, the video games that we play. It's funny how we can go back and watch classic Hollywood movies and appreciate them for what they are and still see art in it because of kind of the human condition that they convey. But the technological advances in video games happen so fast that you can yeah. go back and play an old game and be like, ooh, ugh. Once that new bottom rung has been set, it's really right. difficult to go it back. Yeah, Not to appreciate hard. it from a technological standpoint. I mean, we can go back and there's certain games that are timeless in the simplicity of their mechanics. I can play Donkey Kong right now yeah. and be great with it. But right. I can't play Donkey Kong 64 right now. No. Can't do it. Oh, can I, hold on. Can I, can I put a little pin in this one? For sure. just a Rare, can we talk about Rare for just a moment? <laughs> I wish we would. So Rare, the company, the, the, the artists formerly known as Rare, which are now known Rare, as Rare, at one point, the most brilliant and mm. innovative game developing company in the world. Those are good words for them. Um, so... <laughs> The, the, I'm speaking specifically about the guys who made Donkey Kong Country, Banjo-Kazooie, and DK64. Those are the guys I'm talking, those okay. are the guys I'm calling out right now. Okay, okay call them uh, right now. I, they're I, on the line. I have, yeah. Uh, can I get David Wise on the phone, please? <laughs> yes. Actually, David, uh, I love you. You have no problems. You're wonderful. It's everybody else that I'm going to have a problem with. Greg David's Mayer's not a listener. Um, he, <laughs> um, no, but as, as 
I, I find, I'm finally gonna put on my pretentious game designer hat for a second. You've I've never taken it games. off. I've played all those games in my adult years. I have played them from an analytical perspective. I've played them from a design perspective. They are beautiful. They are atmospheric. They are fun. They are memorable. They are not good. Donkey Kong Country, Banjo-Kazooie, and DK64 are not good video games. Yeah. The gameplay is horrible. It's, it's funky. Donkey Kong's hitbox in DKC1 is so big that there's he gets hit by a rat that's almost a full three inches away, like comparatively. It's just, I, that's that was what I wanted to rant about, is that those games, they're fun, they're memorable, they ha they're very nostalgic. I love them, but they're not good. Yeah, we replayed, um, was it two years ago? We replayed Banjo-Kazooie on the N64, like we didn't emulate it on the Xbox or anything. Um, because that's when I played as a kid, and I was like, well, we gotta play it, it's really fun. Yeah. And we're playing through it, and I'm like, oh wow, this is terrible. <laughs> it's so, <laughs> because it's it's difficult in ways that it, it works against you instead of difficult in ways where you have to like, be smart or, or be skilled. Sure. It's just the game beating your butt, and you're like, well, I guess I before I, get, before I get eggs thrown at my house, before Tony himself throws eggs at my house, I wouldn't dare. Uh, although I do, I do take a little umbrage with your with your crucifixion of Donkey Kong Country. But I, I'm not going. I mean but Donkey I'm not gonna, Kong Country. I know. I do. I do oh, I know. I do, oh, I do. I understand what you mean. And I'm just saying, <laughs> I, but I'm not going to live or die on it because I was never emotionally attached to that gotcha. game. Okay. Right. Uh, but, I. But uh, it's a beautiful game, and it's still a very playable game. Yeah. Playable's great. We like playable. Yeah, because seven, sorry, Final Fantasy seven original's not oh, the original? playable. Like, the original yeah. Final Fantasy seven was unplayable the minute Final Fantasy eight <laughs> came out. That's I, I not agree. a joke. I agree. It's so <laughs> slow and trotting and, and just self-indulgent. Yes. It's so heady. It's, it's so, very... so, but but I wanna I wanna I wanna finish the rare okay, the rare. Oh, yes, please, I'm sorry, yes. Because, because David, I, I hope you're listening. I do, I do hope you're listening, David. Uh I I I think those games are wonderful, and uh, I want it to be said that I only feel this way about, me like, mechanically speaking. Everything else about the game is great. They did a fantastic job. They put a lot of work in and a lot of heart, but mechanically, it it, it needs well. it needs a lot of polish. Oh. So, do uh, you think? And I know that we we speak with the arrogance of looking backwards. Oh, here, of course. Yeah. But arrogance of hindsight aside, do you think that we have reached a generation where games? from a previous console generation are are going to remain playable. The duration is that we finally reached a point where uh, the, the law of diminishing returns no longer applies. Um, I think that that could have been achieved in eras past as well. I think that the, the onus of that lies on the presentation of the game. For example, Mario 64 is an ugly game, but it's perfectly playable. It's, uh, it's playable. It, it has a lot to do with Honestly, in, in from Tori's wheelhouse, it has a lot to do with the visual the visual presentation uh, and the mechanical presentation. Final Fantasy V is really playable today because right. the mechanics are very simple, they're very clear. Um, for I guess for our listeners who may not have experience with V, Final Fantasy VI um, is almost as playable as V. The mechanics are a little much like seven. They're a little. They're a lot. There are a lot of mechanics in six. Sure. Um, but once you understand them, it, it's it's not nearly that bad. Yeah. And then seven rolled around and decided right. that you needed to play a snowboarding snowboarding mini game. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, right in the middle Listen, of all of the chaos. Here, the world is ending, but let's go to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Let's oh, let's go to Gold to Saucer. <laughs> and to, to <laughs> answer your question, yes, I do think that we are in that era yeah. as long as the designers are mindful of their stuff. It's it's weird because I'm thinking of games that 
I feel like should be playable and they're almost not. And honestly, I'm trying to think. So it, it also, yeah, it depends because, so Metroid Prime, I'm playing through again. And the first, <laughs> it's good. I really like, I love it. Uh, that's another one. I'm not playing through it. I'm playing it. This is my first playthrough of it, but it's sure. obviously like an older game. Metroid Prime was for the GameCube? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, first person version of Metroid. Very innovative. Mm. Not the prettiest game, but it worked okay with the, the age of yeah. the new graphics. Aged... Your shovel doesn't have to be pretty to break ground. Yeah. <laughs> I, felt, I also felt that even playing through it now, I didn't feel that it aged poorly. Like, um,. Ocarina of Time did not age well on the N64. I concur. I very much, but it's a little gritty. It's very whereas, brown. Green and brown. But uh, Metroid I didn't think was overly awful. But the first first person game I played was probably Portal, mm. in all honesty. Sure. And then after that, stuff like Skyrim. So there's something about those two games where you control the camera and you control your movement, movement separately. Yeah. It's a very specific mechanic. Do you play Skyrim first person or third person? First person. Oh my gosh, okay. it has a third person mode? Yeah. It does, but it's like not, not right one that you here. should use. It's really <laughs> close. It almost doesn't matter. Uh, whereas Metroid doesn't have this dual thing. Right. So I'm relearning, and so that I wish. But I mean, it's still very playable, so that doesn't even count. So I don't know, so never mind. She has not played the Wii versions of the game. She hasn't played the third one, Corruption, yet. Sure. Um, and I haven't played it in many years, but if I remember correctly, they fixed the camera because I could play it, and I couldn't play Prime 1 yeah, on the GameCube. you've tried to um, play the other day. But yeah, no, dual stick, dual stick camera technology um, is very important to modern, and I think that was one of, those, one of those keys that we needed to unlock the doors of having a game last and not be horrible. Like sure. Skyrim. I mean, yeah. Skyrim, oh wait, like Skyrim blasting? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. because right. it's so very, like Skyrim's- I mean, Todd Howard's not gonna let us no, I'm not gonna get it. Die. We, we watched, yesterday they came out with kind of the final PlayStation 5 teaser video, here's some trailers, yes. and my son asked me, he said, do you think they're gonna put Skyrim out for the PlayStation 5? 100%, launch title. <laughs> it's an 11-year-old game, and they're probably gonna play, put it out. Almost I mean, they certainly. probably are. I mean, and, and, and enough people will buy it to justify the new I box art. How many times have we bought Skyrim? Between us? Yes. Oh, geez. Let's see. All right. So let's count this out. I owned Eight. it on the PS3. I owned it on my PC on Steam. I owned it on Steam. I bought a copy for my Xbox One. I bought a copy for my PS4. I bought a second copy for my Xbox One because, and I quote, my copy was at your parents' house <laughs> and I didn't want to wait until Saturday to go oh, get yeah, it. That's right. Oh, my gosh. I yes. have, so we have yes. a game store a local game store like five minutes away. So I went and picked up a $5 copy of Skyrim for the Xbox One because I didn't want to wait that long. Yep. And it was like Thursday. Totally worth it. And then... And then you have how many copies for you? I have one on... Oh, the Switch. The I own it on the Switch digitally. Were you disappointed by the Switch version of it? No, I wasn't actually. No. I got to play... But I wasn't because I got to play it at work and that overshadowed everything else that could have been <laughs> bad with it. Yeah, so it was definitely like a... It, uh, it crashed a few times. Yeah. That, yeah, definitely did that. Uh, the portability of the Skyrim's always been known to be a little glitchy, a little touch, at touch least, on the glitchy side. At least a little bit. That's, that's, a, part, that's not a bug, it's a feature. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> that bear is flying. What? <laughs> that's, that's, Congratulations! You found the flying bear. <laughs> Achievement unlocked. <laughs> I played quite a lot of it on the Switch, actually. 
and I really liked um, how you could aim with the Joy-Con. Yeah. I thought that was really good. Well, so. before all the drifting. <laughs> yeah, my Joy-Con. No one can use their Joy-Cons now. Pretty I, much useless now. I, uh, I can hardly play Animal Crossing, so. I just had to spend the $80 to, to buy my son new Joy-Cons, and mine are on the way out. It's a shame, and I feel really bad for all the people who didn't pony up and bought a, a Nintendo Switch Lite. Yeah. Ah. What the crap are they going to do? Because those sticks aren't right. somehow made of better materials. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. I just yeah. use the Pro Controller. Me too. Um, have you? Uh, did you have any opportunity to? Have you seen any of the home remedies for the mm. the Joy-Con drift, like using I, air and contact? I have. And... In fact, Jackie uh, from the Nerd of God cast, hers is is horrific and unplayable. And her boyfriend Mike has uh, just bought a stick replacement set for like fifteen bucks, and you can actually just pop it out, pop it in. It's supposed to work on fixing it. We'll see. Okay. I'd be interested to know if that yeah. works out. Yeah, I'll let you know. It's a significant difference between $15 it, and $18. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Joy-Con drift alone keeps me from play, from wanting to play my Switch. Yeah. I have to be oh, like- 200%. Because I can't play it portably. No. No. I have to play it on the, I, I don't mind using the Pro Controller, but then I'd have to be docked. Yeah. And like, that's all well and good, but I really have to use the bathroom, so like. Yeah, 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 yeah. right, right, right. right. <laughs> No, true facts, true facts. Every time I, I, I'm like, oh, I'm going to play Animal Crossing, I pop it in, and there she goes. And I'm like, wait, now I remember. We're slowly <laughs> wandering <laughs> on. Oh, no, no. Bye. Bye, Mayor. See you later. <laughs> so, so I haven't trying to decorate on Animal Crossing's hard when nothing is precise. But that's the only game I've played recently since my Joy-Con started drifting, so. That's the only one you can, because if you try to play Breath of the Wild, you're going to die. I have, you know, I have played Breath of the yeah. Wild recently. It, with it's Joy frustrating. Anything that you need the precision of, right. Joy-Cons are not your Forget friend. It. I am a stubborn man, and I will climb the wall for an hour if it's raining. <laughs> I'm not moving. I'm going up that wall. I'm going up that so wall if it kills I, me. If it kills me. He's got three, three hard containers, four rings of endurance standing. Right, right, right. I will find a tiny dry spot that I can light a fire and use the, the, the draft to fly up there as yeah. far as I can. And then I get up there and my Joy-Con starts drifting. I just go launching off there the edge. <laughs> Rivali's <laughs> Gale. Right. No. I don't have it unlocked yet because I'm just like exploring and doing other <laughs> Don't stuff. have it unlocked because cause the, avoided, uh, cause the legendary beast is over that. there and my my stick makes me go over here. Yeah, right, exactly. exactly. <laughs> like I, in my most recent playthrough, I didn't want to do the story. I was just having fun exploring. So I went, I, I saw Sidon in the river, the big old Zora man. Yeah. And I went, oh, nope, we're going the other way. <laughs> I want to. I want to get. I want to get back to Skyrim in just a second. Yes, but before yes. I do, what about this uh, Hyrule? Uh, the the one hundred years before. I am torn. On the one hand, and a very big, big hand, I love it because I really enjoyed Hyrule Warriors. I um, love Hyrule Warriors. I also like it because I really enjoy lore and backstories and stuff. Sure. But on the other hand, I really dislike this Zelda, and I don't want her to to be in the game. <laughs> is yeah, it, was, is it the tummy shirt? No, it's it's the voice acting. I mean, it's not it's not the voice acting; it's the writing. I didn't like how she was written because Princess Zelda has a job to do. We are told this in Breath of the Wild. But Every don't you Zelda feel like in the, in the trailer and the previews for this that you see that like you get a little bit more of the tough? I'm gonna like I'm gonna go in there and go go double fists and and take this thing on Zelda, as opposed to the the passive uh, like yeah. But my problem with it is that like. We already played the game a hundred years later. We know what happens. What could yeah. they possibly give us here that we don't already know or have made <laughs> headcanons and fan fictions of? Uh, I don't know. You, this sounds like a question for George Lucas uh, <laughs> 20 years ago. Right? Like, and I'm I'm going to play it because I love Oh, Star yeah, Wars. I'm going to play it because I'm going to be Urbosa kicking and butt. But 
And I also thought I really liked the um, the art direction that Breath of the yes. Wild went. So any yeah, yeah. game to to be able to play in that sort of oh, setting. the world's a lot of fun. Yeah, and hopefully yeah. they'll limit the ridiculous amount of unlockable characters because Hyrule Warriors. It was just like I'm I'm never gonna play as Linkle. It's never gonna happen. Never gonna happen. Never. Other than Linkle, I disagree. I like everybody except Linkle. I love being able to play as like uh, Agatha from Twilight oh, Princess. Oh yeah, she was great. All these I'm obscure... a sucker for the the character. Uh, Tingle, Tingle is unplayable. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna play. I'm playing Tingle. Right, That's, right, right. It's gonna confetti you into oblivion. It's like being able to play. Imagine if Mario Kart allowed you to play as the Koopalings. Like that's what we're talking about here. Like that wouldn't that be great? Oh wait, yeah. They do. They do. My boy Lemons. Lemmy Koopa. Lemmy Koopa. Uh, if they, if only they would have unlockable the live action Mario Super Mario movie characters. That's what I want. Let me play as John Leguizamo. That's all I want. Absolutely. Is a mustachio less Luigi. Let me get Bob Hopper in there. Bob Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Bob, Bob, Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins and Dennis Hopper in some kind of weird amalgamation. <laughs> So going back to Skyrim, of all the different versions of Skyrim, have you ever encountered and played the Skyrim VR? I have not had the blessing to play. You use that word blessing loosely. (laughs) If you haven't played it, like you don't know where, where, like how you feel about it. I've I've gotten the opportunity to to do any, I I have been able to play VR once. Mm -hmm. uh, And after I took the headset off and forever after I have been telling people we are living in the future. and because of that, I am excited for Skyrim VR, but I have not had the opportunity. When to they play do it right, it's a beautiful thing. Like I just played uh, Vader Immortal, which is the Star Wars VR thing. I, it came yeah. out on PlayStation. I picked that up, and there's some incredible VR experiences on PlayStation. Uh, Skyrim, in my opinion, was not one of them, oh. and, and and I'll tell you why: the fluidity of being able to walk around and explore is almost undoable so much so that your default movement is just kind of like a point and click and now i warp to this zone Aww. because freely walking around will make you so you and you can you can select it but it's so nauseating and Aww. so really it, i already have like motion sickness like, yeah real bad so it's that unplayable but the, the default motion of control is oh look i'll move my little icon to this place on the ground and i'll just sort of warp and then i'll push a button to turn push a button to turn and it mm. takes something that should be lifelike immersive and fluid like Skyrim yeah. and turns it into a weird Final Fantasy Tactics sort of vibe. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So it's it was disappointing for me in that regard. Yeah. Ju- I, if they just had a Skyrim walkthrough, like let me just be a tourist in yeah, this wonderful right. world, I wouldn't yeah. even be mad at that. <laughs> like, let's see, where are we gonna visit today? The Louvre? Tokyo. <laughs> ah, yes, Tamriel. Here yes. we go. <laughs> Here we are. I just, I just want to take a one. Just let me run to White Run before I go to yeah. sleep. And get your little CD player that has a guide. It's uh, right. uh, David Attenborough is giving you a guide of of, of, of Skyrim. That's yeah, so Skyrim, funny. Uh, v- oh, um, Patrick Stewart. Yeah, Patrick Stewart. Yeah, yeah, Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Yeah. Patrick Stewart. And Ian McKellen. While while we're doing it, I mean, we'll just have we'll have them all. Right, all of them. <laughs> Depending on what race you play, you get different narrators. I, I, is VR the future or is it a gimmick? I want it so badly to be part of the future. I don't think it's the future. I think mm. it's part of the future. Right now, it's definitely a gimmick. Right now, sure. I think we're beyond gimmick. I think VR was a gimmick 10 years ago. I think VR okay. was definitely a gimmick when Nintendo In the era of it. the virtual boy. The virtual yeah. boy. Uh, the fever dream that was the virtual boy. <laughs> uh, I have not had the... Uh, the yeah. opportunity, yeah, good, good choice of words uh, to play the virtual boy either. Um, but I, I, I hope and I, I do believe that VR will be a part of the future. I feel I, like uh, I, I've never played because I'm 
I never tried it because I'm afraid of just like falling over and like running into things. <laughs> but also, I need you to try I it so that I can see you. I don't run want into <laughs> I don't want to have to control it by like a point and click thing. Like yeah. the whole point is that you're there, and if right. I have to like warp to a spot, then like. And what you want is like full body mocap. Yeah, probably. Or like a jacking into your like exactly. brain stem just exactly. so you can yeah. Like sword art online. Oh. That kind of thing. But I don't know. What I, I'm not, yet? not interested in it right now anyway. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's some games I think that do it really well. I think when it comes to the kind of first person experience of playing a game, most of them they're just not there yet. Yeah. Uh, but there are some still amazing and beautiful experiences, fun and innovative experiences uh, that we've had on our, our VR, and and I like it. But in short in short bursts. Um, yeah. It's it's Good just it, I get sweaty in there. I get schmutzy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. If you have to. You know what might work in sense. VR? Now that I think about it, what? Pokemon might be might be a pretty good VR game. Because if you think about it, there's not a whole lot of like quick and uh, fluid motion yeah. in most Pokemon games. And the core of Pokemon is the battles where you're standing still anyway. Right. Pokemon might be a great first first soiree into into true VR for Nintendo. Pokemon Snap VR. Ooh. Hey, why not? I mean, why not? I just remembered Pokemon Snap again on the Switch. Thank you. I forgot about it. Until <laughs> I right think now. it went live. I think that pre-orders went live today on uh, BestBuy.com. I, I've been been looking at pre-orders because they put um, the PlayStation 5 available for pre-order last Ooh. night. So Sony did their big reveal of, hey, here's the price and the release date for the PlayStation 5, which is pretty exciting. Uh, it's it's cheaper than I thought it would be. Uh, it's at three three ninety nine for the regular, and then four ninety nine for the one with the disc the disc in it. That's it. That's it. I mean, they could. They could have made it anything they wanted it to be. Yeah. They, well, I they, mean, the PS3 was what six hundred dollars when it first came out. I mean, like two thousand six money. Uh, okay. <laughs> that was that was pre Obama money. Yeah. That was... Yeah. <laughs> How much the Switch was? What three hundred? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think I expected four to five. Yeah, and that's where it is. It, depending on what model you want, four to five. Well, it is. It's four to five. Oh, okay. Well, so you were right on the money, kiddo. <laughs> Sweet. And uh, so. We didn't even watch <laughs> that. We That's just a, watched I the caught, 16 trailer. Yeah. We're out. I caught the, the rest of the news on Twitter. Oh, did you? Okay. Well, the idea is, and they, a good thing, they just opened up with the 16 trailer. So you could just watch okay. that, and then and then we're done here. That's we're what we did. That's what I did. I was like, all right, cool, nice. Well, I, once they announced the price, I assumed they were going to go live for sale. And so yeah. I was kind of watching and refreshing and refreshing different pages. Right. So last night, Wednesday night, we were having our church's Bible study, which we're doing online. And I'm leading it in a 4A similar to this. We're on Zoom. And uh, I'm getting ready to teach people about Jesus and tell them all about the good things from the Bible. And <laughs> all of a sudden, my phone goes, Bing, and it like gives me a notification from Twitter. Uh, PlayStation 5 just went live on Walmart.com. So I am on one computer, <laughs> confession time, telling people about Jesus while with uh, on the, the other computer, trying to pre-order a PlayStation 5 from walmart.com. Got it through, got it in my cart, put my credit card number in, and it was sold out by the time I was doing it. Ah, I shake my fist. I have not had the opportunity. I haven't had, I've used that word a lot tonight, aren't I? I have not opportunity. Been a, I have not done that kind of a thing that like, that anticipating something is going to go live and drop and like I'm going to buy it but only in a two minute window yeah. I have not had I have I have not done that since Amiibos first came out in like not 20 true. Oh, yeah. we, we did um, the SNES Classic that way 
No, I, I just sent you to the store at like five in the morning to get that. <laughs> that I was working. I had to work. It's your own little Black Friday. I So we did that when the Wii U came out because mm-hmm. as fast as the Wii's sold and my, I was able to get a Wii. That's an understandable time. thought process in so 20, thought, what, 2012. We're going to get the Wii U because these things are going to fly off the shelves. Yeah, right. So I bought one uh, on pre-order, but before I could get it in, I sent Sheena to the store at six o'clock in the morning to get one. So we had two and I said, you know what, this is good. I'm not even gonna put it on eBay and jack up the price. I'm gonna see if anybody that I know wants one and nobody that I knew wanted one. We ended up just having to return it to the store. And as it turns out, I think I'm the only person that was in my immediate circle of people that even had a Wii U. Yeah, yeah. I, I also was for several years and then one of my buddies got one and only played Smash on it. Well, yeah. I I ended up getting a notification that they went on sale on Target and I bought one on Target.com. So I did get one before Bible study was over. Felt pretty good. And oh, then good. last night at midnight, I was laying myself to bed. I got a notification on Twitter. They just went live on Amazon. So I'm like, you know what? Okay. And I just bought another one. So I have two PlayStation 5s. <laughs> Just in case. Generous, by the way. Um, We'd like to sew this into your ministry. (laughs) I um, honestly, I have a rule about new consoles. Uh, First, don't ever buy a console at launch, Uh, and then I immediately break that rule. Uh, The second is is I don't buy a console until I know that there are five titles that I'm going to play on it. Yeah, Um, makes sense. I generally end up not getting those five titles, I end up getting other titles. But if I can justify five titles, then I can get the, I think for the PS4. We inserted that rule for the PS4 because we got an Xbox One to play Pirates. Yeah, I got an Xbox One to play Sea of Thieves. Mm -hmm. I still haven't played Sea of Thieves. Never played Sea of Thieves, but we got an (laughs) Xbox One to play that. So that's what we had. And then we found out that all the games we wanted to play on PS4, the ones that we wanted to play, not all of them obviously, but were also available on the Xbox One. So at the time, it was very difficult to justify buying a PS4 and the Xbox. So you could right. play Kingdom Hearts on the Xbox, you could play Final Fantasy XV on the Xbox, yeah. you could play uh, well, Skyrim. I mean, if you're really desperate, you could play Final Fantasy XV on your phone. Fair. Um, if you're really, really desperate. desperate. Uh, near Final Fantasy XV in the art style of Final Fantasy VII. Right, exactly. So at the time, I was like, okay, we were like talking because we're married now and we have to like we make those sometimes. decisions. Yeah, as, as a, one as would. And I was like, well, you can't, you can't just buy a PS4. You can't, we can't do that. He's Tell like, that okay, to my well, wife who found out this morning that I bought two PlayStation 5s. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So he was like, okay, well, if I can find five games, then I think that'd be good. And I said, yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds viable. Um, and then we didn't buy any of those five games. We bought five. Well, that's not games. true. We did. We did. Did we? Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, those five games were because um, it was late in the. It was only last year. It was late. Yeah, in the PS4 it was life cycle. We haven't had a PS4 very long. Um, so the five games that I wanted to buy were um, Dragon Quest Eleven. Um, even though I'd already played it on the Switch, I would have bought it again. Um, Dragon Quest Builders. I really wanted to play. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders. I really, two. really want to kill some gels. Uh, you have to. Dragon Quest Builders Two is. Very close to one of my favorite video Very games good. of all time. All right. Um, it's a true delight. The Final Fantasy VII Remake, Kingdom Hearts yes. 3. I wanted to play it on the console it was built for. Um, yes. And... I think we got one? Final Fantasy XII. No, that was the one I got. I yeah, no, you that got that one. at one eventually. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was, it was was something I bought and it's still it sitting. It was, it's probably Spider-Man. No, I think Spider-Man came with the console. Or Horizon Zero Dawn. Also came with the console. I got oh. a deal. It was a good deal. Okay. 
Horizon Zero Dawn is a gorgeous game. I haven't touched it yet. I believe it's, you. It, it, Someday. It, it is. My wife played through it, and she, it's one of her favorites. She's excited about the next one coming out for PS5. Oh, nice. I didn't know there was no It came out with Breath of the Wild, and there was no contest for no me. No contest. So I didn't even bother. That's true. It did come out at the same time. And it there was did. a weird, like, for, a, was, for, like, three days, there was a weird rivalry. And then everybody realized, these are completely different games. Different games, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, they have a, you talk about five games coming out with uh, with a console. The PlayStation Five, when it comes out, is going to have this PlayStation Plus collection. So if you're a, if you play have PlayStation Plus, which is their online service, oh, yeah. it's like mm-hmm. the Nintendo Switch Online. Just like Nintendo gives you a ridiculous slew of Super Nintendo and Nintendo Entertainment System games on your Switch for mm-hmm. just for having it, they're going to be doing that for the PS Five as well with a bunch of PS Four games. So you can get games like uh, Batman Arkham Knight and and Fallout 4 and Final Fantasy 15 and God of War and The Last Guardian and Monster Hunter and The Last of Us and Persona 5 and uh, I mean just several other AAA game titles on launch day for free. Lots of heavy hitters. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. That's 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 like, hey, I didn't know I was going to buy this anyway, but thanks guys. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Man. I just ordered the pie, but it's a la mode now. What? Right, right. <laughs> the All that house. Uh, you know, and I love the I love the idea. I, I guess Xbox is doing the same thing too. They they try to give gamers stuff. It doesn't cost them anything. Uh, they'll they'll make more money just on the DLC that you're going to end up buying for your free game than anything else. But um, I'm not always mad at game gimmicks. I'm not always mad when they want to do things like that. Like we're going to give you something for free, or um, you know, they want to innovate in different ways. We're going to give you some VR or motion control. Or uh, Nintendo, of course, is the king of this. Did you guys, did you guys buy the, the cardboard game stuff, the Labo Labo? No. Uh, no. We did not buy because you're not we eight years old, right? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. We thought about it, but we did. We thought. About I wanted. It. I wanted to try uh, Breath of the Wild in VR. That's what I wanted to do, and then we couldn't. Nobody had it, so we're like, all right. I uh, guess yeah, that was the I don't want it that bad. So we didn't even bother ordering it because at the time we were very much about owning physical copies of things because at I'm the still, time it was okay still to do that. Physical stuff. Me too. That's why I bought the PlayStation 5 with the disc drive on it. Yeah, that's. I wanted to yeah. touch on that point, but I want to I want to finish this first. Uh so that was the only one I was really interested in in trying and I I wasn't that interested apparently. So <laughs> I never got it. I forgot I, I I forgot about Labo until the Mario Kart live. But that's not Mario Labo. It's close enough. I mean, it's it's a. It's, it's got like, cardboard. It's got cardboard it's got features. Cardboard. But it's not Labo. I know it's no, not the brand. So, and I know you want to touch on that point, but what do you think about that? Like, that's a, that's another super gimmicky uh, accessory. Oh, so we. I was like, it looks like fun if I had eight year old kids. Remember, remember earlier. Or if I was eight. We, and he was like, well, I'm getting it. I'm like, remember all right, earlier cool. when you said <laughs> That's fine. we didn't get Labo because we're not eight years old? Yeah. I'm eight years old for Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, he said it. He so did I, it. I love the idea. When I saw it, I got really excited Very and said, easy. that is cool. super cool. But then I thought, and then what happens the next day yeah. after I own it for one day and then I put it away and never play it again? And it yeah. sits on the shelf with Lego Dimensions and Disney Infinity and yep. my Guitar Hero <laughs> controllers. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I miss Guitar Hero a little bit. Like, I don't, I don't have the room. I don't have the living room that the people in the commercial had. Right. And right. That's, that's Maybe gonna I should just, if I get my whole house hardwood floor, though, just for <laughs> Mario Kart. But no, that's a big, that's a big mood. Like you play it like that Christmas morning and mm-hmm. then you never play it again. Yeah. What else do you do? This is why Blockbusters should be back. We could go, right. go <laughs> and rent it home or live. I don't even know what it's called. Live or home. It's know. one of them. We rent the, the one, the real one, real Mario Kart. 
uh, and the real Mario Kart of, of New Jersey. Um, and <laughs> real Mario Kart we play it for a day, and then six and days then later, bring it back to Blockbuster if we didn't yeah. forget. Right, 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 right. And then rent, give it back. I don't know, an N64. Pokemon Snap. Rent, rent, the, rent the Pikachu N64 and then send them the, the black one back and tell right, them right, right. And that tell we don't know what yeah, they're talking yeah, yeah. about. Yeah, we don't have that. And I'll admonish you strongly. First off, we'll move past that crazy shenanigan. Uh, <laughs> I'll admonish you strongly that uh, the, the, the idea of playing some of these games is just... It's it seems like a good idea at the time, and I've been I've been burned so many times by, hey, that seems like a clever thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I uh, five feet behind me right now is my power glove. It Whoa. seemed like a good idea but at the time. But now it's a collector's item. Now you own a power glove. It's an ironic collector's item. Uh, right, but like he bought it unironically. I, yeah, I bought so it like, in 1989 thinking I'm going to play Mike Tyson's Punch-Out just like the guy right. in the commercials playing Mike Tyson's Punch-Out when it was really a series of finger bending. And yeah, it was, yeah, well, it, was it, it wasn't motion control. I mean, well, I can't speak because I, I never had one. They but. had two infrared sensors similar to how the Wii does. So yeah. you could, there was some level of moving, but it was very crude, very rudimentary. Oof. Yeah, oof like is, oof is right. You going and getting one now, putting your collection. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if you had the, the whatever popular HTC Oculus uh, PlayStation VR, um, if you, <laughs> th those controllers are really responsive because you can have the, this, this like, the idea of like this, this, High definition gyroscopic motion controls mm -hmm. that Nintendo has has done a lot with. Right. But like you, could, there's a really high degree of like you could the... you could actually do a power glove today. I think. Oh, um, oh I see what you're saying. It would still okay. be a gimmick, and no one would buy it. But you could do it. Right, 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 right. I, see I say that we need to do a Kickstarter to bring back the power glove. <laughs> like make like a real one that really works. I mean, it'd be so cool, be cool for a day or two. Right. Yeah, and then you go right on the shelf next year. Yeah. Mario Kart me, Home, me. Mario Kart Live. <laughs> I want to love it, man. I I, I want to love it. But I've been burned before, and it's mostly been by Nintendo. Yeah, no, it's They true. are the king of gimmicks. And sometimes it's it's really hit or miss. And it's it and really when they hit, is. it really hits. And when they miss... So what's been the hit? Oh, uh, the Wii, the Wii motion controls. The Wii motion There's controls. Still, grandmothers in 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 uh, nursing homes are still playing Wii bowling. Wii bowling, and that's where I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out on that because Wii motion controls are great when you're playing Wii bowling. When you're trying to play the Twilight Princess, they're garbage. It's awesome. So I had the Wii version of Twilight Princess yeah. when I when the first time I played it. Sure. And so. Forever and always, I will think that you, you GameCube people are just a bunch of babies who can't play Babies? <laughs> yes, babies. It was ported from the GameCube I, to the Wii. I'm not you saying got the you're discount wrong. version. I'm not saying you're wrong. You got the, the one where the castle's so on the right wrong. and not the left. You got the... How come your link is right-handed? That's what I want to know. When I was... What, what year was that? 2007? When I was 14, that didn't matter to me. I didn't care what hand link you used. I cared very yeah, much. Yeah, but just waggle, waggle, waggle is not my idea of a combat. No, that's fair. I, now, I will, Skyward I Sword, I think, did a better job. Uh, it did a better job. It okay, didn't at do the a good job. It did a better job of what it set out to do. Right, but I still, I never played through Skyward Sword. It's one of the few Zelda games that I never finished because- have you, But you have played it. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. And one. when they make it, when they make it into the Zelda collection HD on, it would be the so Switch, good on the Switch. It'll be great on the Switch. It'll be so good on the because the Switch that does it right. Game, that poor game suffered so badly for its timing. I feel like I okay. So I played through it all. I got pretty decent at it at fighting with the sword. I was actually kind of good at it, and I did not, just thank you, thank you. <laughs> but I 
it wasn't fun to play. And I used to have beef with the story too. And I no longer, that's, that was silly. The, the story's fine, I like it. But it just wasn't enjoyable to actually, like the gameplay, again, was just not something I, I liked. And I, right. I think it was too soon. I think if it had waited just a little bit longer, it could have been fine-tuned even better, more precise. There were so many times that I just didn't, it was it was uh, sloppy in ways that I felt that it didn't have to be. Hmm. Um, it was a sloppy wet kiss when it could have been an unforeseen kiss. Right, exactly. Gotcha. No, I'm just, I mean, I'm saying there's a very stark difference. Of the three, and I'm going to call that the, this the generational triad of, or maybe Triforce of there Zelda games. Uh, Wind Waker, okay. Skyward Sword, Twilight Princess. I think kind of those are the three that are from that era. The, yeah, the, yeah. The GameCube, Wii, Definitely. basic, same, same vibe. Which one comes out on top as a great Zelda game? Hmm. <sighs> Having a hard time, right? Oh, I'm not. No, I know. Oh, you're I'm going to say Wind Waker, but the HD version. That's, that's, my, that's my vote. That's fair. And you you got to give Wind Waker what it was for the time. Obviously, the HD version of the Wind Waker is infinitely superior. All right, infinitely all right. All right. superior. But for the time, the Wind Waker was solid for what it was. Oh, no, it wasn't It wasn't bad. Yeah. But the Wind Waker HD was A, brighter. Everything, it was I, lovely. I, it was kind of, like, it, ha, it almost has, like, a lens over it. It looked GameCube like version. it looked like what you think they meant the, the GameCube version yeah. was supposed to look yeah. Yeah. like. Yeah. Sure. And also, it, it, on my it, screen? it didn't feel like I was spending so much time traversing hours of yes. ocean. Yes. You know how many times I would wake up on the couch in the middle of the water on Wind Waker? Just, oh, where am I? <laughs> where are we? <laughs> where are we? Nintendo said, let's give them a game with nothing in it and watch them buy it. Watch yeah. them, yeah. It has things, but one, it didn't have as many things. Yeah. One step away from the Penn & Teller bus simulator. That's yes. where I was. Yes. Okay, uh, so Tori, you, you have an opinion on this. Undoubtedly, I think Twilight Princess comes out on top, the GameCube version specifically, and I will die, fight and die on this hill. <laughs> Hands down. I think that it was exactly what it said it was. It wasn't trying, there were no gimmicks for the GameCube version. It was, wasn't cell shaded. It was exactly It what, was Ocarina too. It was Ocarina of Time just for the GameCube, which I didn't have any, any problems with. I, I have to stop you right there though. Like I disagree. I feel like that triad of games is, leans so heavily on gimmick that it became cumbersome. You say there's no gimmicks to it. Your main hero is a werewolf. Okay, no, that's true. You do have me there. <laughs> okay, I meant like mechanical gimmicks. Uh, yeah, so but... you're looking at Zelda, Zelda Waterworld versus <laughs> Zelda the Werewolf versus Zelda Hogwarts in the Sky. Right, true. <laughs> uh, the biggest beef I have with playing, other than the like, controls, I didn't like the fact that it wasn't um, a seamless open world in Skyward Sword, and I, I still, I that could still not, me. I could not be bothered to explore it. You could not, it was hard, it was cumbersome, and I did not enjoy. It was just dungeon, and then the dungeon. So like even the overworld was just another dungeon, and then you dove into the into the, yeah. the specific dungeons. Whereas Twilight Princess, I loved looking in all the nooks and crannies and finding out how everything connected and all that sort of thing. Um, so- Cause you could but, play it like Skyward Sword, or you could play it like, excuse me, like Ocarina of Time. Exactly, that's pretty much, yeah. yeah. I'm biased because Ocarina of Time was the first one I played, so sure. There's definitely a... see. Now I'm an I'm an original Zelda guy, uh, pre Zelda yeah. pre Zelda two, Legend of Zelda. It's right. Years to go along, take this, and that's why to me the perfection of the Zelda series. And if you argue with this, you're dead to me. Is Breath of the Wild. Oh, I, I agree. agree. Of course. 
definitely. But, that's a That is a fact. <laughs> it broke free from the every Zelda game has to have a gimmick. Like, and in this yeah. one, he's going to have a steam engine, a locomotive. <laughs> okay. All right. Have you listened to the soundtrack, though? The soundtrack like, I, slap, Listen, but... I did not play the game for the soundtrack. I celebrate all... Zelda 2 had a great soundtrack. <laughs> The temple theme does slap. It's that's a, that is there is a heavy metal version of the temple theme that uh, by the by entertainment system the band entertainment system. Ooh, that I for love some reason system. I do too, and for some reason they just pulled that album off of Spotify, and I'm so salty about Aww. it because that that Zelda two temple theme in heavy metal form was so amazing. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I I get uh, would do they have now these this three pack? Did you order the Mario All Stars? No, I did not. You did not. Um, I I'm currently a little strapped for cash. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, I'll have six months to get it. So. Yes, you will. Yeah. Yes, you will. Uh, I'm excited. <laughs> be a those lot are of, the games that I like. So a lot of people are going to buy them and then go, oh, these games are not as good as I remember them being, and you'll probably yeah. go they're twenty dollars and you get three of them. They're twenty dollar yeah. games. Twenty dollars each, and you get three of them. And, and of of those three, I don't know that I would pay for all three of them. So I think of them as two $30 games and a free game that I wouldn't want to pay for. And I'm not even going to tell you which one I wouldn't pay for, but it's one of them. Oh, no. I personally would not pay for a Galaxy, I'll be honest. Really? I would personally not pay for Mario 64. I mm. Only because I've played, I've, I've bought it, I've already bought it six times. Yeah. Right. And you know, yeah. I honestly- I'll give you that. Oh, did That's you play fine. Mario 64 when it came out for the DS, the 3DS? Yes, I, that was the first game I had on the DS, yeah. And it was actually really good. I enjoyed it. And I love how they, I, I thought I was gonna hate it, because I'm a purist. I love how they incorporated it. You could play as different characters. I don't think you but can you, be a purist at 12, so. <laughs> <laughs> you had to play as different characters. Like you didn't even yeah. have yeah. Mario unlocked at the beginning. Like, yeah, I, that was really cool. Really? I like, yeah, you, you, you start playing as Yoshi. Yoshi. My yeah. boy Yoshi? Yeah, you I have love to Yoshi. unlock Wario, Luigi, and Mario. And it's actually a really fun experience because levels- you around the whole thing like 125 times you get Waluigi. No, you don't, shut up. <laughs> no, but try it. It's great. Try it though. You don't know until you try You haven't tried it yet. Waluigi. And if you didn't get him, you did it wrong. <laughs> Run around the other I had, direction. When I was, I guess I was 10 or so, and I was playing Mario 64, and I was in the fourth grade and I could not unlock the metal cap. And the kid on the playground, uh, who, the, the the paragon of all knowledge, of course. Of course. His uncle worked at Nintendo. He, 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 he was a subscriber to Nintendo Power. He, of and, course, of course. And Electronic Gaming Monthly. Yeah, right, right, right. GM, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so I would ask him, I, at lunch I would tell him about my struggles. My, my I would lament that I could not get the metal cap. Right. And he kept telling me, well, you haven't defeated the dragon. And I'm like, really? He goes, yeah, you have to defeat the dragon. You gotta defeat the dragon. You gotta go in the basement and defeat the dragon. I, there was no dragon. <laughs> I looked. There's no dragon there. <laughs> no. There, it's now, in, what in the was, basement of the Alamo. What he, was, <laughs> <laughs> what he was likely talking about was he realized that you needed to go into uh, Hazy Mace Cave and ask uh, the, the Plesiosaur nicely the to Lapras. take you. To take you, I forget what its name is. It has know. a real actual Mario name. It's got a brand name. Really? Well, yeah, it's the same dinosaur that's in like Mario 3D World. Um, it's It looks like a Yoshi now though. Either way, it doesn't oh, matter. Okay, um, you, ha you have to ask the Plesiosaur nicely to take you to the metal cave. Right, right, right. Research department says it's Dorothy. Thank it's, you, oh, yes. Okay. Is the dinosaur's name. Um, not what I would have guessed. No, yeah. No, uh, not at all. But he saw fit to tell this fourth grade idiot that no, you have to defeat, you have to beat the dragon. You got to go downstairs and slap Dorothy. <laughs> okay. Ground pound her head. Yeah, you ground pound her back. Oh, you're right. And then jump on her head. You're right. You're right. 
So, uh, if so, they're coming out with this Mario All Stars. Yes. Are we overdue for a Zelda All Stars? Oh yeah. Well, next year's the 35th anniversary. And That's what I'm saying. Do do we want to see the original Legend of Zelda with like Link to the Past graphics? But they already did that. They already did that. They already did that already in did Japan. That. In Japan. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. you you didn't play it. Well, how do you know? <laughs> I may or may not have access to uh, the four of these Cs. The, the, the dial-up service. What? Did you? You couldn't own it in America. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it was, I think it was an internet-based game. You yeah. had like basically uh, a dial a game. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh, okay. It was, it was like the first like uh, download-only game. Like, you know how they had WiiWare and they have like eShop-only games now? Yes. It was that, but for the Super Nintendo. So why why uh, why don't we see these? I mean, is this something that we need to really push? Why don't they have like a, a, a heightened graphics? Why wouldn't they go back and make Ocarina of Time with Breath of the Wild graphics? There seems to be a weird so like they don't do don't 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 build don't dig in on that one. Just let it soak in for a second. Ben, you're ready to push back on me here. I have thoughts. Uh oh. But I am not. Ninty, so I don't. I think you just like Mario better than Zelda. No, 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 no. This has nothing to do with that. I don't even think. I don't even think they shouldn't do that. I think they won't do that. However, I need to preface this by saying every time the words "I don't think they will" have come out of my mouth regarding Nintendo, I have been proven wrong every time. So I'm not going to give anybody the satisfaction. (laughs) He swore up and down. We would not. We get didn't need Ruby and Sapphire Omega remakes. Mega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. We didn't need them for ten years. Ten years, I was telling all my friends it's never going to happen. Because happen. you know why? Because you can still trade. That's why you could trade all your Pokemon from Ruby and Sapphire right. up to Sword and Shield now. That was well, his, that the ones was, that are allowed in Sword and Shield. That was his logic: was that there was no techno like a there was no reason. Need for Omega Red. And then happen. Junichi Masoda himself came into my window while I was sleeping and whispered, "Money." because we're nintendo and we know already you'll buy the same game 19 times and i did i bought it yeah you 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 want to talk about skyrim how many times have you paid for super mario brothers just saying that's a lot i'm just saying but it's true i was paying for super mario brothers before i ever owned it back when it was just an arcade game one quarter at a time are you gonna get the the game and watch super mario brothers i'm not I'm not. My son desperately wants it. I'm proud of you. Because he loves Mario so much. And he's also a collector of Nintendo things. He yeah. has a, a display with all of the Game Boys. I mean, he's he's oh, very awesome. serious about it. Uh, so I would I would potentially get it for him just for collectability, but it it whatever they're charging for it, if it's more than if it's more than twenty dollars, I agree. Forget it. Forget yeah. it. I agree. So I also would get it as a collector's item, but I would I wouldn't. I thought about getting two, one to, one to have, and then one to keep as a collector's item. And then I thought getting two, one to have, and one to sell. I would just get it and keep it in its box. But then, I'm like not, intentionally keep it in its box. I'm not typically a have and sell kind of guy because when when I want to have something and it's not available and other people are selling it, I get really mad at that. The only time, and it's only one time, and Tori, I think you were part of my life at this point. The only time I did that is when I wanted to get a 3DS XL. And the only one I could get was that special Majora's Mask one, the the gold oh, one wow. with the and and I got it at GameStop and I'm like, man, I can't believe I got this because there's so, like every GameStop only got like two of them. Oh wow! And then I looked online and I'm like, that's what they're selling for. Okay, I'm gonna sell that and I'm gonna buy two of the maroon ones <laughs> because that's stupid. If people are actually yeah. paying for it, they want it way worse than I do. And yeah. I did. I sold it and I made I made good money. 
Speaking of Nintendo practices that make me mad. Well, hold mm. on. I still want to answer the Zelda question. Oh, you're right. Please go ahead. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I've been yeah. waiting. To I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Question. Yes, you are. You are right. I am sorry. I love you. Uh, the Zelda All Stars Collection. Tori, I go. Like Mario has been redone successfully and well so many so many different times and i feel like zelda they did the opposite they were like this is the only way you can play it and it still looks the same as it did so like ocarina of time on the wii u for example we have like the what's it called the classic whatever the name is what the retro nes classic no what are you talking about? Virtual console. Oh, oh god. On, I'm sorry. On the Wii U. So like we played Mar- uh, Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time on the Wii U with the class control and all that kind of thing. But yeah. it still looks the same as it did. So it wasn't a sure. it wasn't a redo. They just resold it to us. We right. bought it. It's a, you bought a ROM. Right. We essentially bought a ROM. And then, but the 3DS versions of those, both of those games specifically, were delightful and so very good. And I feel like I want them so desperately to give us those in February or whenever the anniversary is and I'm very much stage. yeah that's what I'm saying but I'm very much afraid they're just gonna report the and just ROM Majora's Mask the originals and like especially even the older games too they deserve like more love and I'm afraid they're not gonna they're love gonna... on it like Mario love on it yeah. like Mario give it give it that upgrade love yeah but next yeah. year maybe and I don't know because the Mario games, in my opinion, and I'm a Zelda sellout. I mean, that is that's my jam from day one. Yeah. Is Zelda? It's it's my favorite. If all other games have to be flushed, I save Zelda on my way out. Uh, the Zelda games are not as universally playable and not as enduring not. in quality as the Mario games because you can still go back and play Super Mario the first one, yeah. and it's just as playable and fun, really, as it was in 1986. Mm-hmm. The original Legend of Zelda, boy, they just kind of drop you in this world and don't tell you what you're doing. And it's, anything. if you have it's the nostalgia, it, it's gorgeous. so, like, yeah. pretentious about that very thing, about, like, well, that's how games should be, and, like, games shouldn't sure. hold your hand, and oh, I, yeah. was a, I was a dingus. <laughs> and, and, but Zelda does a really good job at kind of, like, barely leading you through it, but if you'll remember, even in the, well, you won't remember because you weren't there, but in the original NES instruction booklets, they really held your hand through a lot of stuff. They gave really? you tips and yeah. tricks. At the end of the, the Zelda, they would, they kind of gave you a walkthrough to get okay. you to the first level, even, just okay. because... Oh because they manuals have a special place in my heart i've never seen game manual for the legend of zelda when you can just look it up just look up nes zelda manual and you can look at the pdf and it's gorgeous there's great art in it like art that informed what my imagination was experiencing when i played those games instead Mm -hmm. of hey here's a little you know two by two pixel guy of link and a two by two moblin when i looked at it i was picturing the illustration the full color beautiful uh studio ghibli quality illustrations in the instruction booklet of these moblins are like 12 feet tall and link is you know facing these giant monsters and it really captured my imagination and informed me of like oh i'm not just looking at some overhead map link is in like the mines of moria here right and it, it, it it's so cool. and, and that's why to me when i played breath of the wild i was so <gasps> yeah yeah they made me feel like what my imagination painted a picture of back in 1987. that's so cool i love that that's my favorite part of my dad is an interesting uh an interesting position in in gaming because he didn't play nes or snes or any of those he played on the pc um so the first stuff we had was the n64 and so he's like i just don't like the top-down stuff i yeah. wish they would redo them like you know i want them to redo 
the Legend of Zelda, but in a way that is, you know, more like Ocarina of Time. That's when we take, take him aside and we say, Dwight, we love you, but they did. It's but, Breath of the Wild. And I told him that. He's like, oh, well, I, but he doesn't like Breath of the Wild as much because he likes the the sure. classic formula of the dungeons. It's very laid out. That's fair. And, that's fair. But I mean, that's what you, you know. Classic, he, classic Zelda dungeons he, have a place. Yeah. So, I would play a Breath of the Wild mod that was just the maps and dungeons from the first Zelda. Just the oh, weapons yeah. and the experience. It would not be hard to do. The game yeah. doesn't take up that much foot, Agreed. you know, land area. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that Hyrule would be very simple and it would be a, a fun and effective and interesting world yeah. to, to go through. I think the there's a lot of uh poten- a lot of potential yeah. in this. With and, that and, specific and, engine that they right. could use and-, and honestly, screw Zelda two. Zelda two is like, like Zelda two and Super Mario Brothers two are like the the, the B A S T A R D children of the. <laughs> it's like uh yeah okay I mean we acknowledge that you exist and there's but we don't we're not inviting you you're you're off the Christmas card list you know right 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 <laughs> Super Mario Brothers two at least was fun yeah I enjoyed it but I don't Zelda- think I ever got past level like three but I enjoyed it yeah it was fun. But Zelda 2, I, I, I went back and I've been playing some of the old Nintendo games on the SNES and Nintendo throwback mm-hmm. platform on the Switch. Mm-hmm. And some of those games, honestly, I don't know how I played them when I was 10 years old because <laughs> they're not, they're they're hard. Yeah. And unfun. Like Zelda, the Zelda 2 gives you a finite number of lives. Oof. That sucks. That and, sucks. and if it wasn't for the fact that you could hit those shoulder buttons and rewind the game when you get yes. killed unfairly, because I get killed unfairly a lot. Life's I played, too short to not rewind. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I played the, the Super Mario Brothers Lost Levels. Yeah. That was the cheapest and cruelest video game experience I've ever had. Cruel. That's why the we didn't get it. hated people. That's why we didn't get it, is because uh, it was too hard. And they, uh, they believed that Americans were... Stupid. There, listen, it's not a matter of stupidity. It's a matter of, it's like if you have somebody that has Super Mario Maker, but they're really sadistic and they just hate you. And yeah. they make a level yeah. that's just like the, whatever the, the 8-bit version of a middle finger is. That's Super <laughs> right. Mario The Lost Levels. Oof. It's, well, Mario I'm, Maker's a, a fun beast because there are people who just do that. I, uh. I personally, I don't, now I'm, I'm especially out of practice for platformers. Every time I say I'm bad at something, he yells at me, so I won't say that. But I'm not very practiced in, in your traditional platformers. Like, Mega Man is extremely hard for me to Mega do. Man's Mega Man's me. hard, though. It's a, it's a precision platformer. Okay, I don't, it's, I it's tell hard. You, I'm bad at I it. I tell you I want to watch you play Mega Man. <laughs> I think it will be funny, I mean fun, to watch you play Mega <laughs> right, Man. Right, 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 right. I do not. <laughs> Yoshi was hard. Ma- Mario and Yoshi, you can play, and you don't get to say you're bad at. It's just, just you not practiced yet. I'm like, Mega Man, I wouldn't hold it against anybody. No. I was babied by the 3D stuff, and Mm -hmm. I I go back and I'm like, this is not even. It's not the 3D stuff. It's it's not 3D versus 2D. It's the the mindset of a generation where those old games were based on how hard can we make this very small game to make it seem like you're getting more game than what it's worth. Absolutely. Because you You can can play through Super Mario Brothers a couple hours tops. I mean, you know, like, but we've got to make it hard and and random and difficult so that you'll, ah, I got to go. Now I'm playing for a high score instead of actually trying to finish the game. Yep. Right. But that changed in the days where games save became common on yes. the, the consoles. Yeah. Back in the day, most games didn't save. The Legend of Zelda yes. was the rarity because you could actually save to the cartridge. In fact, I remember reading when Zelda came out, it might have been on the box or the instruction booklet, that the, the battery that was inside it was guaranteed to, to save games for up to five years. 
And it's funny because my son is in the other room playing The Legend of Zelda on the gold cartridge right now, and it still nice. saves the games. And it is straight up 33 years later. That's delightful. Because Nintendo makes stuff that lasts. But but so what games would what games would you want to see in Zelda All-Stars? Assuming that we don't want just kind of like a sequential Zelda 1, Zelda 2, Link to the Past. Um, what what three games do you think get, should get the up, the upgrade, the HD upgrade, or at least the graphical upgrade? I would like to like Link to the Past as much as, I guess you specifically, but there's definitely a sect of, of fans that just absolutely adores Link to the Past. And I, I do not find it especially appealing, but I would like to. And I feel that an HD version of that, I, I enjoyed Link Between Worlds, but I think that the specific Link to the Past HD upgrade, I think would be definitely, so that one for sure. Cause mm -hmm. I, I want to, I want to, um, I want to be endeared to me as much as it, it could be, I guess, I don't know. Um, and I think that, hmm, it's hard. I think, Wind Waker is good. We got an HD Wind Waker, and it's wonderful and very good. And I think I think it's. But they'll fine. certainly. But nobody bought it because it was for the Wii U. So they'll That's certainly. That's true. They're gonna redo they it again. They will absolutely anyway. give us. I think they'll give us the Wind Waker. They'll give us Twilight Princess because they've already ported them to the Wii U, and they'll yeah. probably throw Skyward Sword in there just for good measure. I think Skyward Sword deserves a second try. Mm -hmm. um, I did not enjoy playing that game, so I think that Link to the Past, Skyward Sword, and either Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask because the graphics did not age well at all. And I think that maybe Majora's Mask specifically because I think its story is a little more, um, I don't know. It's different enough to be like a, 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 a quality redo. So what if they did this? What if they came out with the three pack and you got Zelda, Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link, and then Link to the Past. And that was your first Zelda All-Stars. And then they came out with Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. And I don't know, if you need a third game, just throw the Wand of Gamelon in there, whatever. <laughs> and then they came out with the, the collection that was the, the GameCube slash Wii games. And then yeah. you, you had that. And then you sell three packs or you sell them all for 120 bucks because you know people will buy them. Oh, yeah. $100. It's a deal. It's a deal, right. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. For $100, they, they, would, they could never charge $100 for that because they know people will pay 150 yeah, true, true. I'm one of those people. I really, I but, would. Um, I'd buy every stinking last one of them. I would, yeah, I would. What, what other games? What other classic games deserve an HD remake? Is it time just to bring Skyrim out with it, with you know, just a, a new skin to Skyrim it? Skyrim with an H. Oh, an HD Skyrim. That's no. what. <laughs> Skyrim. Oh yeah, gosh, no. Elder Scrolls Six. Can we just? Yeah. Uh, can we just have Elder Scrolls? Todd. Todd. Please. Todd, if you're listening. <laughs> I think it's so. If David, if talk can, to Todd. Please, if we can imagine for a second, and one, what game get this gets the seven remake treatment. Can we can right. we frame it like that? Can well, well so when we watched the, I watched this with Steven. We did our very first Twitch video where we watched the PlayStation reveal, mm -hmm. and we didn't know. I didn't know they were in the plans of making a Final Fantasy 16. It seemed too soon for a Final Fantasy 16. You think so? Tori and I knew that they were working on 20, oh, uh, 2016. I, I, on yeah. Final Fantasy 16 for one reason. Ah, uh, 2016. What a simple time. Sorry, after Harambe died, everything <laughs> went south. Everything um, went bad. But Tori and I knew that they were working on 16 because oh, two of yeah. our favorite Final Fantasy veterans 
I use favorite loosely for one of them, Tetsuya Nomura. Uh, Tetsuya Nomura and uh, somebody we call lovingly Yoshi P. Um, what's his full name? Um, Naoki Yoshida. Yeah, Naoki Yoshida. Uh, those two people in June, Heck. we were told specifically they were not working on, on Final Fantasy 16, which is how it moves. <laughs> yeah. Which so, means, uh, of please course stop they rumors. Are. We're not working on Final Fantasy so, 16. Nomura is the man responsible for the 7 remake, Kingdom Hearts, um, Lightning specifically, the in design, 13. Uh, well, he pretty was... much every Final Fantasy main character from Cloud up through and excluding Vaughn, but including Lightning and Noctis. Noctis, he was responsible for Noctis too. Um, from like 7 to 15, with the exception of Vaughn. He's been our generation's like. Final Fantasy dad, like for all of the, the he's stuff. He's like Yoshitaka like Amano, but from like mm-hmm. 7 to 15. Yeah. Um, he's not on it very much specifically. Well, and he's it, busy. It shows. Working on Kingdom Hearts 4.7. Oh my gosh. They finally gave uh, him his own project. Dreamed up Avogadro's <laughs> number 0.2. Right, exactly. But Yoshi P is the man, so story time. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV. Do we want to get into this yet? I can do or it do real fast. Finish? I can do it fast. No, I don't want it to be fast. We're gonna, we're gonna. This is gonna segue into sixteen. Hey, you guys got to save something for the sequel. So, get, story time, quickly. Go. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV was in two phases: 1.0 and then 2.0. 1.0 was a, a financial garbage, disaster. Bad dumpster fire. They fired the director. They said you can't do it anymore. It's garbage. They, they said go in. to jail. You suck. <laughs> yeah. And also, we hate you personally. Correct. You've, so you've shattered in, your family name for generations to come. Exactly. Dishonor on you, dishonor on your cow. <laughs> so they brought in the man who was responsible for um, the Dragon Quest MMO in uh, Japan, Yoshi P. And he did and has done a phenomenal job, um, not only the game itself, uh, but just the community of the devs is very player friendly, very player communicative. I've never felt as taken care of as a player as I do uh, in relation to 14 specifically. Okay. No Western game has ever made me feel so very heard and, and taken care of. So, um, But he's very busy with 14. It's very much like we just had a recent expansion which rivals most Final Fantasy games. Yeah, no, that's full stop. That's high praise um, and she's right. So he's busy doing the good that 14 is. So everybody was like, Yoshi P, are you on 16? And he's like, I'm not on 16. He is on 16. He says, Yoshi that's P. What he's, that's what he's doing right now. The team who did, I think it was Heaven's Word specifically, yeah, yeah, yeah. is working on 16, which is because everything they touch right now turns to record, gold. It's so. the same team that did, um, oh shoot, what were the Final Fantasy games? They did 11, they did 14, and they did both Dragon Quest Builders 1 and 2. Yeah, which uh, were, and now they're Dragon doing Quest Builders is Final a delight. Fantasy 16. So I'm very excited because Nomura is all, tends to be a hit or miss for what he does. Um, Nomura really likes friendship a lot. Nomura's a dingus, but Yoshi P has it on lock, and so I'm really excited to see what, I'm stoked. When um, we when we were watching this this trailer, which was a gorgeous trailer, it's lovely. It was lovely trailer, and I wasn't sure what I was watching at first. Right. It took, it took yes. me a second. I'm going, okay, is this going to be like Demon Souls or something like this that? Is, uh, Dragon's it, Dogma. Yeah, it yeah. looks and then, like it. And then I'm looking at it, and all of a sudden that music hits, and I'm like, oh no, oh no, they didn't. <laughs> and then I said, is is this Final Fantasy 16? And Stephen said, what if it's a remake of Final Fantasy 6? I wish. Oh, don't play with my heart right? like that. So could you imagine if they yes. made Final Fantasy VI, which had such a stunningly beautiful story? I would get to see all my friends again. I would get to see Sabin so, and Edgar and Setzer. I was actually, that was a, I've, ever since he played it, I was like, I would love to see this. He doesn't know, does he? Recently, I've been marathoning, the, I mean, you know that I've been marathoning the Final Fantasy series last we spoke, I think I mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
But I've been marathoning the Final Fantasy series because quarantine has been lasting for seven years. Yeah. Um, so why not do it? Uh, so I started with one and I played that and it was great. And I played all of them. I play, I'm up to 12 now. And because I've already played 13 and 15. Wait, including like played, Crystal Chronicles and. I didn't, I know I'm not going to play Crystal okay. Chronicles. Just, just proper, no, proper numbered and offshoots. Uh, just, yeah, just the main series. Did you and do 10-2? I'm not going to do the sequels to the main series okay. games until maybe after I'm finished. So no lightning returns. I've already done, I'm not touching 13 again. He actually uh, <laughs> showed me those games two years ago. I already so did. We, I love 13 and I'm never playing them again. Uh, no, but I, I finally got to six. And when I got through six, Tori was kind of like paying attention to my playthroughs, maybe a little bit. I decided like, I told her about my playthrough of one in the very bare bones story, but still enjoyable story that it had. I told her what two was about since neither one of us had ever touched it before. Um, I you know, told her about three and how I abandoned the DS version after an hour and watched a YouTube long play of it. Um, I I decided not to tell her about four because four, I do is, want to play four. four is a special game to me and I want her to play it in all of its goodness. Okay. Five was very good and I gave I her the see. highlights, but six, I played over, over like, you can't see it, but it's like five feet in that direction. I played on my uh, desk over there and I narrated the entire thing with character voices and everything, <laughs> including Kefka. It was wonderful, I loved it. And so Final Fantasy VI now has a very now. special place in our heart yeah, it's because I, I got to act all of it for my wife. Uh, and the I would style radio theater meets Japanese RPG. <laughs> also, Dancing Mad specifically, I think he showed me before playing it. Right. And that <sighs> specifically was like, all right, I have to know. And yeah. so obviously after going through it, I was like, this deserves, I wanna see Kefka bearing down on us and in my in, doom in, and in all of his unholiness. Right. And you know, I think- And Kefka so, is a great villain. I love Excellent. Kefka. He's so well executed. Excellent. He's so good. And Over the top he, in all the right ways. Yes. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV- Kefka could kick Sephiroth's butt any day and I will die agree. on that hill. Um, Final Fantasy fourteen yeah. actually has a section of bosses. Lots that of people are could kick Sephiroth's butt. Fair enough, <laughs> but you get to fight the Phantom Train, uh, the painting. Oh yeah, yeah, you're talking the, about fourteen. Um, mm -hmm, the what's the third one? The Phantom Train, the painting, and and um, uh, oh shoot, what is it called? It is essentially a boss that you fight uh, in front of Kefka's floating continent. Okay. Um, and it is a copy boss. Say, like the, the the Phantom Train and the painting so far sound like Zelda DS games. They do, they do, don't they? True. Uh, but no, the Phantom Train you get to fight, which is an actual, you played six, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. all right, so I'm know. sorry. I wanted to make sure. I know we're doing some of this for the sake of the, the listeners, but yes. Whew, I was, you had my head anyway, spinning there for a minute. I'm we, like, surely, surely. And like Kefka, and there are two versions of this fight. There's a normal version well, you fight and the a Roaring much triad first. harder version. Oh no no! You're no, talking you about don't. you're talking about the fourteen. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. Go ahead. Please so, don't listen to me. I know nothing. So I get to see Kefka and all his, uh, you know, sorry, chaotic, chaotic nonsense. Mm -hmm. um, and there's another version of it where it's even harder, and he's like, God, Kefka, you know, his second phase and everything. And I haven't done that yet. This but, isn't even his final form. Right. So that was really cool. <laughs> we got to see it in that HD version, but it, I, it deserves a seven remake. The it wasn't even voice. So it wasn't voice, which was a real shame. But, um, and if you have, if you don't know what Kefka is, if you, if for those guys, if you've never seen or played Final Fantasy VII, first off, or VI, it's hard to imagine because you're talking small little pixels yes. in the game. But I want you to imagine in the original art, every single oh, art, yeah. Joker, every single version of the Joker smashed into one. Mm -hmm. It's it's straight on Heath Ledger, Cesar Romero, mm -hmm. Jack Nicholson, Jared Leto. I mean, just it's all just all of them just smushed together over the top. Mark Hamill, easily. Yeah. Also, yeah. 
All, showman, all showmanship. Mm-hmm. I mean, such a such a drama queen. He's lovely. I love it. He's Listen, my favorite. either Mark Hamill should voice Kefka or I should voice Kefka, and there's <laughs> Just, no alternatives. Right, exactly. I won't have it any other way. <laughs> right. So I definitely think that Six should get a remake. Okay. An HD version. Well, for everybody who's listening, let us know online what you what you think should get an HD remake. Uh, something from your childhood, something that you remember, if it's uh, something common or even a deep cut, let us know. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at Nerd of Godcast or let us know on our Facebook small group, Nerd of God Squad. Before we, we get out of here tonight, I know we've got so many more stories and I could sit here and seriously talk to you guys all night. Uh, we this, this episode up. And just, <laughs> it's a two-part, a, a very special uh, mini-series. Uh, something I, I feel like I ask you guys every time we have a conversation and we've never really, I don't think we've ever really talked like this in this capacity before. When we talk on the phone, I, I call Tori, but I know I'm talking to Tori and Ben. Uh, what should I be playing right now that I'm not playing? Did you start Dragon Quest Eleven yet? No. Oh my gosh, Tony, you gotta. Calm down. <laughs> I, so uh, last time we talked, I was I really wanted to play an RPG. Yes. And I was kind of tossed between a couple different ones, and you guys really pushed Final Fantasy VII Remake, which yes. I'm in the middle of right yes. now. Not because it's anything that's groundbreaking in the way of story, because it's all kind of more or less familiar territory. But Familiar is a good word is for that. It? <laughs> I mean, I'm. I, they're taking a game and stretching it over like four games. They sure so are. I know. Um, I know. There's a lot that they're they're going to have to add to it. I'm I'm prepared for that. But it is it is familiar characters, familiar music. Uh, sometimes I feel like the music is a little too familiar. Like they're just kind mm-hmm. of. It's like I'm playing a game, but they're just playing the Final Fantasy VII soundtrack in the background for some reason. <laughs> it's funny. like it doesn't it doesn't seem to match with the scenes as much as the original one did. It's like oh, okay. But that that being said, you guys recommended it for no other reason but just the amazing motion capture. Yes, and yeah. and the, the uh, and it is, and it's 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 so apparent at how lovingly they crafted these characters that anytime you're talking to an NPC, it's like the meeting of the PlayStation Four and the PlayStation Three. It's like, oh, you NPCs, you were you were designed to only be seen once. They right. they pulled those NPCs straight from Final Fantasy Thirteen, and if you've ever seen. Oh my gosh. Except yeah. for um the boy. The boy, yeah, the, the materia boy. boy. Also, I highly recommend you do your materia quest from the kid. What is his name? I I don't know. It's like Nerdly or something nerdly like or that. Some, yeah, he's got this <laughs> okay. weird little nerd name. Ch- Chonsley or something. something like that. Fair That's enough. where you get all your good materia like Chonsley uh, Nerdly, the materia yeah, boy. Yeah, Chonsley Nerdly. Yeah, he's my little buddy. He's That's where you get your summons, right? Yes. Oh, sorry. Wait, there's summons in this game? Maybe. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure there are. Because if, if you have a Final Fantasy game without a Shiva or a Bahamut, are you even playing a Final exactly. Fantasy game? Exactly. So that's Drag- what I'm saying. Dragon that's Warrior 11. That's why in a Final Fantasy. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon Warrior is... Why is it all these classic video games, the second edition of them, are the ones that don't count? It's like we're, we're der- deriving... Uh, from the formula yeah. so much. We're just, we're, we're getting off as Super Mario Brothers 2, Legend of Zelda 2. Right. I think it's because I actually, I had a, I made, sometimes I, I force my wife to sit through what I like to call my whiteboards, um, <laughs> in which I will, I have a tiny little whiteboard that's like about the size of your screen. Uh, and wh- wh- whoever's watching, it's your screen. That's how big my whiteboard is. Yes, yes. Um, and uh, I will draw like diagrams and I'll draw like text and I'll draw like, I look like a madman over there for like, Two minutes with the right string. Yeah, and then I turn to my wife and I'm like, "All right, hear me out." And then I give her like a, 
I gave her a 10 minute pitch and then a 20 minute tirade about whatever I just wrote. Um, but I actually have a theory on like how uh, every game can, most, most series can fit into like, they have a, a pilot, a pilot episode, you know, sure. their, their first soiree. They have a pilot, they have a, a, a perfection and not, not every game has gotten to this far. And then they have a twist. Mm. So like Zelda, for example, I would say that uh, they hit the pilot already with Zelda 1, they knew what they wanted to do, and sure. then once you hit that pilot, according to this theory, then you work on finding your perfection. And I don't think Zelda hit that until Link to the Past. I think that Zelda 2 was such an odd egg because they were still kind of feeling around in the dark and to see what was good, what worked, what didn't, and then they sent out Zelda 2, and I think it's really easy after a sequel to go, well, they didn't like that. They liked the first one. And then to yeah. go back to the first one, and then the yeah. third one just really hits really, really well because of it. So that's why. That's my theory is that sometimes twos don't go over so well. I would disagree with you and say that they didn't hit perfection until Ocarina of Time. That oh no, that to... was the twist. And then the twist becomes a new pilot. Mm, interesting. He has a whole... I, well, I haven't seen the whiteboards yet. <laughs> Tori's looking at me like, that's good. Just agree. Just agree. It'll make, <laughs> it makes it go away faster. So, hey, Dragon, you know what? Dragon... I'm going to make my own podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, now, I'm going to call you guys out. Because and... <laughs> for, for two episodes, you guys played some classic games and talked about them on your own YouTube channel. For two whole episodes, yes. For two whole episodes. Yes. I loved them. It was one of my favorite things to watch. And then it, that Are went you away. Just saying that? No, I didn't. I, I liked them so much that I added them to a playlist on the Nerd of Godcast page so that other people could enjoy them too. Aww, because I, I favored them so much. We don't do I, I'd make more, but I don't have an excuse. So, <laughs> I had so I'll actually, one there was a game that broke me, um, oh, and it was yeah. yeah, it was Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Yeah. I was I was making my Halloween episode, and I played through Super Ghouls and Ghosts, or I should say, I cried through Super Ghouls and Ghosts. <laughs> that was, that was it, and then and no, then wait, I gave Super up. Ghouls and Ghosts was the Sega Genesis one, correct? No, I was that was the Super Nintendo version of that was uh, Ghosts and Goblins. I was not Super. No, I think I, that was Super Ghosts. Ghouls and Ghosts was the Genesis one. Regardless, the I don't Super have Nintendo Wikipedia version. up right now. I'm not gonna... <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take that challenge with you. I'll be wrong. I can get my whiteboard if you want. No. <laughs> okay. So, and that's what that's what made you give it up, right? Yeah, it was, and it was. I just kind of, I had, I had written the the video script halfway through, and then I went to play more of it to try and beat it for the rest of the script, gotcha. and I got to the end and then they made me do the whole game again and i was like oh yeah and that's <laughs> I don't have that... the fortitude for this so 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 it was ghouls and ghosts was for the sega genesis super ghouls and ghosts was for the super nintendo because okay. you couldn't oh, be a super okay. nintendo game in that first wave of games oh, yeah. if you didn't have the word super in your title somewhere so it's the rules. even the the nintendo switch uh he, here's some old great nintendo and, and super they have the sp versions which basically kind of start you out with a, a bonus like you'll have all the weapons or mm -hmm. full health or, or whatever the case might be so it's kind of like a, we're going to fast forward you we're going to give you a leg up um yeah. in, in the ghosts and goblins one they start you with like full health and a nice weapon on the last level ready to be oh good and then you beat him, and it's like, soik, back to the beginning. They send you back to the beginning, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. The thing and is it, that developers did to make you keep playing. Yeah. Somebody somebody at Capcom said, you know what? Let's just make him play the whole game again. It's a great idea. Hey, here's a good one. Thank you, Mario. But our princess is in another <laughs> castle. Right, exactly. <laughs> so why should I be playing Dragon Warrior 11? Uh, so 
Dragon, Dragon Quest Eleven. Oh, excuse me. I'm I'm from a day where it was I know Dragon where you're Warrior. from. <laughs> uh, I know where you're from. Dragon Quest Eleven, and I I said this. I guess I guess it's been probably about a month or so. Um, finish Seven R first. Okay. For 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 good reasons. Yeah. Um, because I'd love to talk about that. Okay. Not only the rest of the next, game. Next episode, we're talking Final Fantasy VII. But also, like, what happens after the game is stuff okay. I want to talk about. Right. Uh, and then the third part is why Tetsuya Nomura is a jerk, and I hate him, but also love him. Uh, anyway, Dragon Quest XI is one of the best modern JRPGs. Full stop. Uh, it takes the... Just speaking on the Dragon Quest series alone, you never have to play another Dragon Quest game. Even if you're a fan of it, and if you've never played Dragon Quest before, Dragon Quest XI is the only Dragon Quest you need to play. Okay. It encompasses the what the entire series is all about, and its story is far better than any of the others. The gameplay is far better than, the, than any of the others. Uh, recently, I've realized that turn-based gaming is actually kind of bad, and I'm glad that I'm saying this at the end so that we don't have to talk about it. Um, <laughs> but Dragon Quest XI fixes a lot of that turn-based, the, the turn-based problems, by letting you just kind of skip it. You can just speed your game up like four times in the battles. Mm. Um, and uh, But it still makes you like do all the prep work. You still have to gain the experience. You have to gain the levels. Sure. And also it allows you to see the enemies on the overworld and you can avoid them if you don't want to fight them. It gets rid of random encounters, which were not a great idea post 2000. Uh, and uh, I hold this game story-wise, character-wise, gameplay-wise with this, almost the same regard very, very close. They, they would belong on the shelf right next to each other. And I said this last month, but I'm going to say this on air for everybody else. This game belongs next to Chrono Trigger. Mmm. Just high. That's a big... That's a big and statement. I'm saying a lot. Chrono Trigger is the game I would save from Chrono... the, the the video game fire. That Chrono Trigger is turn-based RPG perfection. It is. It, it, it has is. It has the finest nuance of the best Final Fantasy or Ultima-type game but it has a story that's not ridiculous and and drenched in convolution like I don't know every Final Fantasy game and belts and belts well that was Nomura 18 belts that's, that's the if, next if we can be honest every single Final Fantasy game as beautiful as they are has a ridiculous story yeah agreed yep. the only one I don't think is ridiculous is 5 but so, everything else yes okay I, I can I, I can allow that what? 5 is x death. Yes. Okay. Yeah. X Death is an evil tree, so okay. All right. Half He's an evil tree. Like, and, it's half like, half and it's like, and I want to like some of them. It's like, oh, this is perfect. Except, okay, how about Cloud? But Cloud's not really Cloud. Cloud, that you're, you're really thinking of Zach. Wait, what? Right. Okay. Well, what about this one? You're you're going to save your your people and bring them back to Xanarkin. Psych. You're really a dream, and your dad's a whale. Wait, what? I get that like, reference now. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I should. Spend, I spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> I finished that one two weeks ago. I did that one. It's a it's a gorgeous Every game other. though, right? Like even though the it is a beautiful game. It like that it is a beautiful game. that moment at the end of that game when they're standing on the deck of the high wind and Yuna is there and and Titus comes behind her and just wraps her arm around and falls through her. That wrecks me every time. Oh, every dang time, dude. Oh, every man. dang time. And then the last thing, and she's just out there on the pier whistling. And it's mm -hmm. like, shut up. I'm dead. I'm done. I'm <laughs> done. Up. I'm done. That's just, it, you, you, you put these characters, these beautiful characters in this stupid game and made me fall in love with them. What are you? It's <laughs> and like, play I, and, and, and play Blitzball. Blitzball is unforgivable. 
So I, <laughs> I played 10. In a world where triple triad is a thing, we should never have right. to play oh Blitzball. Oh my gosh, why would you do that to me? Why? And not only triple, I don't, I don't just have a problem with Blitzball. I also want to call out um, Tetra whatever from nine, garbage. <laughs> I'm so mad. Just give me more triple triad. You just give me triple triad. Okay. Triple triad is so good. Triple so triad and, and switching over to, to, if you ever played The Witcher, Gwent. Gwent is a I've great, Gwent. Gwent is a I've great in-game game. And wait, the, wait, the Witcher 3 is that game that came with Gwent, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the arcade games from Final Fantasy 15. Right, right. I, I, right. I, it took me so long to figure out what the crap I was doing in them, but by the time I figured it out, I was just like, well, I think I'm, I'm just, the sun just came up. What? Okay, I'm playing <laughs> this now, I guess. The world Good is ending. Yes, exactly. The world is ending outside, but you know what? But first, it's first. arcade time. <laughs> and these fish aren't going to catch themselves. These fish are going to catch. He's the fisher king. What do you expect? He's got a fish. Oh my goodness. So, <gasps> so, Tori, do you have a game besides Dragon Warrior, Dragon Quest Eleven that I should be playing right now that I'm not? Did you ever play Hollow Knight? Yeah, love Hollow Knight. Okay, Hollow Knight's beautiful. It's usually my go-to. Hollow Knight's for... great. It was the first game I bought for my Switch on your recommendation. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay, I bought Hollow Knight and I bought uh, Sonic Mania. Sonic Ooh, Mania was yeah. also really good. Very, very good. It's it's the best. It's I can't believe they only ever made four Sonic games. <laughs> after after twenty years, they finally made another Sonic. Finally game. made another one. Uh, did you you, you played actually or Sonic Adventure wasn't horrible. You played like Ori and the Blind Forest. We have I an odd relationship with Ori. Attempted so you showed Ori to me. Yeah. in your kitchen. Yes, I did. Room. Many years ago, no, it wasn't that many years ago. It was um, many years I, ago. It was like five years ago. It's, it's probably and five I, or six now. I was now. like, all right, I have to play this game. So I came home and I bought it and I tried to play it. And I was either so unaccustomed to Metroidvania side-scrolling yeah. platforming stuff that it defeated me within an hour. Wow. Or it wasn't good. It's probably the former. It's, it's probably, good. I'm, it yeah. doesn't hold your hand. No, yeah. no, it doesn't. But yeah. I think so Hollow Knight doesn't really to, hold your hand either. No. But that's the draw. It like no, I like it doesn't. It, it not only doesn't hold your hand. It also punches you in the face. Oh, like kick my butt, and I loved it for it. Um, I have yet to go back and and give. And you said Ori, thank you. Can I have another? And I said, yes, I did. May I have another? Um, I have yet to go back and give Ori a chance. Now that I've played more games and are more experienced in general, I'm mm -hmm. thinking I might do that for the Switch okay. because uh, I enjoyed Switch. So um, if we get new Joy Cons, if if I get new Joy Cons, yeah. then I will purchase and play uh Ori and the Blind Forest because the visuals are just undeniably it gorgeous. It is a beautiful game. It's and like it's like a Thomas Kincaid screensaver. Yes. Yeah. So I have to I've I've always it's always been like on a special like all right at some point I'm going to play it again and yeah. hopefully like it. So and I it's still good. haven't played the game you recommended to me months ago. Chris? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I've been I it's wanted pretty. to play that uh, even back before it was out, I saw the trailer and I was like, I have to play this game. And one thing I love about Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 2, I don't have an Xbox that, that, that's up to date, but uh, I love that they put so many of these great independent games on sale so frequently because you can get them for a steal. There's a game that I got and it's it's just called Kings and Queens and it's the dumbest game. It's so <laughs> dumb. It's got such a simple mechanic and I will play it for hours straight. And it's all it is is a card game where okay. you flip a card and you're the king and it gives you a choice. What do you want to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and then you just choose I'll do this or I'll do this and then based on what you do oh, yeah either the church or the people or the the your your country's finances or you know or the army will kind of go up and go down and you got to keep everything in balance for as long as you possibly can cool. but it's very self-aware and very fun and funny and you can play as a king or a queen as the game's title would imply but it's just a game of choices and it's fun to watch things spin horribly out of control in your kingdom I don't know why. I think I paid a dollar ninety nine for it, and I feel like I've got like my College West Civ class. <laughs> yeah, right. But well, hey, this, this is supposed to be you recommending him again. I haven't. I, it's, I'm I've, bailing her out, Ben. I don't feel like she's got anything in the. I tank. don't have anything. I've. I'm ashamed to say that I've pretty much exclusively played Final Fantasy fourteen or Animal Crossing over the past year. Okay. Um, fourteen has consumed. Consumed is a good word consumed for it. Consumed is a good yeah. word. It's pretty much all I do uh, in my free time. Uh, and I, I've been hoping for other games. I've been playing Metroid Prime, which you've already played, so I don't have to recommend that to you. Um, and Or Animal Crossing. So I've been trying to not only play 14. Uh, so maybe instead you could recommend games. Yeah, so if you're watching this or listening to this, then you can tell Tori what she needs to be playing. You can hit her up on Twitter at Mochi Mori Studio, M-O-C-H-I-M-O-R-I Studio, and tell her you ought to be playing thus. So we're we are really just about out of time. I, I just looked up. We've been talking for two hours now, which is nice um, for, for this nice little 40 minute conversation we're about to have. Uh, <laughs> right. So so if I can tear us away from this, we're going to wrap this thing up tonight and uh, we'll do it in a way that I like to do with friends and guests with five quick questions. All right. So here's our five questions tonight. If they were making a video game of your life, what genre would it be? Oh, uh, uh, a Metroidvania, easily, because okay. I, at least at least the current chapter of my life, definitely, because I uh, am all about um, looking at stuff, realizing I don't have the skill the skills to get there, <laughs> going back and getting the skills to get there, but then I have to backtrack all the way to that first spot, but I yeah. do it, and then I forget that I'm supposed to be doing that, and I get sidetracked along the way and explore another tunnel, so. I feel like that every time I try to go into the store and get halfway from my car and I go, crap, I didn't wear my mask. Right? I gotta turn I around and go back. <laughs> you know, walk of shame and everybody knows why you've stopped and you're turning around. They go, That's oh. also a great way to date this little conversation here. That's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Brought to you I, in 2020. I have been um, obviously at home a lot more. So I've been learning how to like take care of my house better. Okay. And, like actually cook food and actually do things around the house. So mine has turned into sort of like a, um, a crafting and gathering uh, not quite survival as, craft. <laughs> yeah, not quite as as pleasant and pretty as Animal Crossing, um, but maybe not as nitty gritty as um, the Sims. The Sims or uh, what's the? Oh no, it's not Harvest Moon. Stardew. Yeah, Stardew Valley. Okay. Uh, so, but definitely lots of gathering and crafting and learning recipes and nice. how do I paint the living room and how do I replace a sink and that sort of thing. So nice. Nice. That. Okay. Question number two. Besides the Bible, what's your favorite book? Besides the Bible or the Purpose Driven Life, what's your favorite book? <laughs> I'm uh, going to go first this time. Okay, go ahead. My favorite book is uh, The Wizard of Earthsea, okay. which is a, I think it's niche. I don't actually know if it is or not, but it was the only um, like fantasy story I read like as a younger person that I that nobody told me about. I found it myself and I read it and then I liked it. It wasn't like, well, you have to read Lord of the Rings. You have to read Harry Potter or Narnia. It was one that my pastor actually handed it to me. He was cleaning out the library. He's like, here you go. I was like, okay, well, pastor handed it to me. So I know it's okay to read. 
Um, and it's a high fantasy story, but it's nice. very much, uh, I, it's stuck with me for many, many years. I love it very, very much. It's good. It's a good. Highly recommend. Short. Cool. Good reading. Ben, what's your favorite book? How to Win Friends and Influence People? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Stop. Um, Five, uh, what is it? I don't, I don't read a whole lot of books, actually. I like book reading. I like reading. I don't have any problem with it. I'm not one of those weird guys who are like, no, book reading is dumb. Uh, I just don't read a whole lot of books. Um, but one that stuck with me is Aragon. It's the Aragon series by Chris Paolini. It's not a particularly good series. Um, if you don't feel was, like reading it, just watch the movie. It's totally like the don't watch the movie either. Just kind of ruminate <laughs> on it. Just think about just it. Just think <laughs> of it. Ponder it. Um, but like I said, it's it's it was but it was written by Chris Paolini when he was 15, and I read it when I was 15, and so that was a huge deal for me to know that like I could do something like this. Nice. And so even though like the books might not hold up to the test of time a whole lot, um, they definitely are a source of inspiration for me. Nice. Um, Plus, I mean, it's it's a high fantasy story about a chosen dragon. one who gets the dragon. So Hello. yeah. Okay. Uh, next question of our five questions: If you could have an unlimited supply of one household item, what would it be? Oh gosh. Got to be something in the house, so it can't be like gas for your car or something like that. Not money in the bank. Oh. Either light bulbs <laughs> or uh, bed sheets. Hmm. You never know about bed sheets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say either. <laughs> I feel That's like there's a story it. behind both of those, but we don't have time tonight for that. Uh, I'd say but, either. Well, ben poops the bed a lot, so. <laughs> that's not that's not it, actually. Um, surprisingly enough, that's not it. Surprisingly. <laughs> surprisingly. Uh, I'm, I'm I'd no love to have continents, but. <laughs> but this time, that's not the but problem. But this time, not actually the problem. I'd love to have an infant supply of either Coke Zero so I can stop going to the store every week to buy more. Um, <laughs> or, uh, I didn't want to say it because I didn't know if it was crass to say on the air, uh, but toilet paper. It's not crass. And that's, and I feel like I don't have to explain that one. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. everybody please, Benjamin. But like, I mean, that's true. There's a whole book about it and everything. <laughs> yeah. And listen, that's my favorite not, book. We're not, that's my favorite book. Everybody again, again <laughs> dating this show. It was not that many months ago that here in America, <laughs> you could not get toilet paper. We, Tori and I actually like, so Tori and I were going to go to Japan earlier this year and we're very sour about not being able to go. However, the one good thing that came out of it is Tokyo, unfortunately, got hit first with the waves of coronavirus. Sure. And because we were, we had our ear to the ground or to the sky, I guess, um, about the situation in Tokyo, which is where we were going to go, right. we knew pretty much like a week before everybody else that, about two weeks before that lockdown was imminent. Something was going to happen. Right. And so we got toilet paper before everybody else, <laughs> and we didn't run out until after toilet paper was restocked. So, oh my goodness, we sat that pretty. Was unfortunate. That's funny. But yeah. Well, you know, you know, we don't know what we got till it's gone, right? True. If you could have coffee with one creative person, living or dead, who would it be? Oh, oh, Yoshitaka Amano, for sure. For sure, for sure. No, for the uninitiated, who is He's, Yoshitaka Amano? Uh, she, she's giving us the, the finger of delay. Show Furia, do it. There you go. So uh, for, for those listening in an audio format, if this is released in audio <laughs> format, she's just held up an art book of Yoshitaka Amano, who is the concept artist for the Final Fantasy games. Uh, I think that his, uh, his deviation from the classic sort of style is very inspirational. Yeah. He, he doesn't draw in the traditional like anime style. He draws like in the, this should be hanging on a scroll in a temple style. Yeah. Very dreamlike. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Wispy. And Wispy yeah, very, very yeah. much so. Yeah. Yeah. Ethereal. 
Very nice. And it's he so also cool. drew Kefka, which is pretty great. When, when, and, uh, yeah, and it's obvious when you see the the drawings, his his drawings of those Final Fantasy characters, you know who it is that he's drawing. Yes. Even though they're completely dissimilar from... They don't yeah, look the no. same, but they do But also... you know who they are. Yeah. It's it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's it, it's like hearing a, a classic like rock metal song, but played by a string quartet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know what it is. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Uh, so yeah, definitely... Amano, for sure. Who are you having coffee with, Ben? Um, as with everything, I'm torn. Um, either uh, uh, Yasunori Mitsuda, which is a, a mouthful I know, uh, but he is the composer for Chrono Trigger. Yeah. Um, and Good stuff. he was... That Chrono Trigger soundtrack is without question a hot knife through butter when it, it comes to impeccable. video game music. It is just gorgeous. Have you heard the story of like how the soundtrack happened? No, would you tell me? So I would love to. He would love so, to. Yasunori is this Mitsuda, a long story or a short story? No, it's a pretty short story. Okay. He's a hero of mine. So he was a kid. He was like 18, 19, 20. He was definitely a young guy. And he was working for Square and they had him doing sound design. Um, and he didn't want to do that. He wanted to be a composer. But Square was like, no, no. You can do you can do blips and bloops and monster groans. And he goes, <laughs> No, I don't want to do that. I want to do so he marches up to the boss's office, the the head of Mr. Enix himself. Mis Square at the time. Oh, okay, um, sorry, Mr. Square. He marches up to Mr. Square and he says, Mr. Square, if you don't let me compose, I'm leaving. And Mr. Square says, Fine, but it better be good. Uh Yasunori Mitsuda then went on to compose arguably the greatest soundtrack of all time for a yes. video game. And he composed so very well, and he put all of himself into it, his heart, his soul, his sweat, his blood, his tears. He made himself sick, and he ended yeah. up going to the hospital, and uh, legendary composer Nobuo Uematsu himself had to come fill in for Mitsuda. Um, and then Mitsuda went on to like make music for the Inazuma Eleven series, which is a soccer game that's also an anime. And he did a few other things. Um, he did he did the music to Chrono Cross as well. He did. He did. The soundtrack to Chrono Cross, also I would almost say, may be better than the soundtrack to Chrono Trigger musically, especially when you consider how much worse Chrono Cross that was than, than Chrono Trigger as a game. Right, right, yeah. right. No, it is, it's worth owning Chrono Cross for the soundtrack. just for the soundtrack. I agree, I agree. Um, either, either Mitsuda or uh, the late Satoru Iwata, uh, former president of Nintendo. Of Nintendo, yeah. Very cool. And then finally, uh, just because, by golly, we have to have something spiritual here. Uh, do you have a favorite scripture verse? And if I so, do. what is it? What is I it? I really like Proverbs 4, um, 23. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. Uh, I That was a big deal for me as a young person, as a teenager, um, having to like just kind of watch everything all the time, mm -hmm. keep a close eye on the stuff that happened on the inside. Um, and it was this verse that sort of shaped how I met and then later married uh, Ben. So it's a big, pivotal part of my. Nice. <laughs> Benjamin? Uh, I um, have had lots of different favorite verses throughout my life. Uh, right now, uh, my current favorite passage, um, and one that is echoed uh, in times that I want it to be echoed and in times that I don't necessarily want to hear it, <laughs> um, as, as it is always want to do, uh, is Matthew 6, verses 26 to 27. Um, 626 says, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow yeah. or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? 
and then 27 uh, is the one that often shows up when I don't want it to. Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Yeah. Uh, and I often hear this when I'm like wishing I had a better job or wishing that maybe I should have used my degree three years ago. And uh, that's the one that both uh, convicts me and also keeps me uh, strengthened. Awesome. Well, for those that have made it two hours into our conversation, have not been repulsed by our strong and sometimes unflinching stances upon different video game <laughs> properties, uh, you have gotten a spiritual nugget for you to move on with your day. Hopefully it is a uh, soothing balm in a trying time. Well, Tori, Ben, the Joneses, thank you so much for being with us, for being with me tonight and talking to me, keeping me company and, and talking video games, pleasure. which I love. Um, if people want to find out more about you or your art or your game design or your ridiculously stilted opinions on video games or even your YouTube walkthroughs, what's a place that you can send them to to find out more about your life and your ministry? So I am uh, not active on any social media uh, because I just forget to check it. <laughs> However, um, my Twitter, I'm going to turn notifications back on on my Twitter. So Mochi More Studios Twitter is definitely something to watch um, for any upcoming projects and uh, anything remotely related creativity nice. or otherwise. You can ask me questions. We can You can tell me how wrong I am that Twilight Princess is the best Zelda game, etc. <laughs> etc. So. And don't forget, God help us if uh, the corona doesn't get us first. Uh, Tori, well, hopefully yes. you're still planning on being with us next year, 2021, at the Megacon in Orlando. Mm -hmm. so I will be there. So you rock can and roll. Bye, my silly doodles. Yeah, they're awesome. Stuff. She's an amazing artist. Amazing artist. She makes Pokemon come to life on the page. Oh, no. <laughs> That's very sweet. Benjamin, where can people find out about your mojo? So listener, you know how you kind of use social media and you kind of lurk around and you don't post a whole lot. You post sometimes, but you probably have five followers or something like that. And you mostly laugh at what other people post. I also do that, that's me. Um, but if you wanted to like do that together and lurk around on the internet and then also <laughs> never talk to each other, uh, you can probably find me on Twitter at VulpineCaptain, V-U-L-P-I-N-E, and then Captain, like a pirate. Um, yeah. Volpine Captain, is that like a Star Fox reference? I mean, it feels it like... It's not, although that's, Ooh, that's, that's not good. the first time that somebody's asked about that. Yeah. Although, it is probably only the second or third, which it's kind of weird that it's happened more than once. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was just because I like foxes, and my old internet handle used to be Captain, so... Yeah. Captain1986, actually, and I was born in 93, which led to a lot of confusion. Yeah, I, don't, I still don't know what the 86 is for. It was I'm just a random number. There you go. There you go. Back in the day, random numbers were fine. True. At least it wasn't like x foxman x underscore and every letter was went back and forth from caps to lowercase caps to lowercase that's you know that's what that's where we used to live anyway uh and you can follow us uh all across the social medias at nerd of Godcast, or hang out with us on our small group on facebook that's the nerd of god squad send us a request and we're gonna let you in because we're a pretty indiscriminate group it's the nerd of god squad on facebook share some memes and live your dreams Tori and Ben, the Joneses, thank you so much for joining us. Please keep Jersey safe. Stay positive and test negative. Love you guys. Amen. Hey, all oh, right. That's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. I'm taking that. <laughs> it's all yours, my friend. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Love you.